Warning, this episode contains foul language, some yelling, and a whole lot of secrets. listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with one of our friends and talk about something weird. Thank you. Last week we talked a lot about conspiracy and urban legends and that got our juices flowing. So this week we are chatting about secret societies. The truths, the myths, the conspiracies plotted by the Freemasons, the Illuminati, Skull and Bones, and much more. I'm Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hey, hey, weirdos. (laughs) And this week, we are joined by my good friend, actor, and possible Freemason, Dakota Kennedy. What's up, weirdos? (laughs) Are you related to JFK? No. (laughs) Are you related to the plane that's flying over my apartment right now? Fucking already. No. And okay. Oh, planes. Don't jinx it because the last, <laughs> you know, Kennedy to die was oh, from no! a small plane. That's which true. That oh gosh. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's rough. it's probably headed right toward us. We were about to record, and I was like, "Oh, hold for plane," and it, the same plane. Maybe it's a helicopter. Yeah, no. it could be circling. Right. One of those searching. It might actually be a helicopter just circling the apartment. Just in case we wanted some cool plane noises for our fucking secret society episode. Oh, by the way, you can curse. We didn't go over that. You can yeah, curse. You're allowed I to was curse. wondering about you're that. You're not like a huge cursor. I am, actually. You are? Yeah, yeah. No. Well, feel free to not censor yourself, because we do it all the time. Yeah, we're, we're some, we're real some swearers. Potty mouths good, over good. here. Good, Just let it flow. Um. Anyways, fire. Dakota and I worked together many moons ago. And we're still friends, kind of. We're more like frenemies. Yeah, frenemies. I'd How say so? Tell me about frenemy. that. It's just like a volatile relationship. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Actually, makes <laughs> me feel like my simple. sister is living here in LA with me. Yeah, uh, I'm like the know. older like sister that. Dakota never wanted. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I like it. I'm into yeah. it. It's like not super nice. So there's a lot. I always of... make sure to point out like. Flaws. All of his flaws and make right. make sure his insecurities are well known. Sure. Yeah. yeah. As a yeah. sister would. Mm-hmm. You're just Naturally. doing your duty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just doing my due diligence as a sister who's <laughs> not a sister. Right, right, right. Yeah, it really makes LA feel like home. See? That's that's <laughs> why I did it. That's why I did it. I was like, he I could tell he's homesick. So it really I'm comes make from him feel love. like a big old pile of poopy. Good. Yeah. Comes from a place of love. Place of love. That's where <laughs> everything that I do comes from. Um, this week we're talking about secret societies. I love how I was like, we're talking about secret societies, like the Illuminati, the Freemasons, Skull and Bones, and much more. But really, it's just those three. It's those. Yeah, it's okay. those three secret societies that we're talking about. But, but the, we the, might bring up the thing is, you're talking more. about something that's been around for so long that there's yeah, so there's much a in each lot one. Lot to so. discuss on these. And they all have like crazy some towns. connections. They and do. It's yeah, and, and it's just as I was like. You know, looking up some stuff and doing some research, I noticed that like 
everything you Wikipedia seems to have a Freemason area in it. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Google this, oh, and Freemasons have some more <laughs> been involved in this in the past. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's, it's like, like when was the things? iPhone made? It's yeah. like, well, the iPhone was made in uh, the year 2004, but there's a long conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they've got their hand, their dirty paws and everything. They really do. Um, do you, before we get started, do you want to tell the millions of people listening right now, billions probably, the billions of people listening right now, why you are a guest on this particular episode. Why I am a highly rated expert in... On Freemasonry. Which I am not. But the little encounters I have, um, let's see. So I know a couple of Masons. I almost joined the Freemasons... I want to say about eight years ago. Which means you college. did join the Freemasons. And you're just not and telling us just, the truth. You can't no, say no. Anything uh, about it. No, because if I was a Freemason, I don't think I could be on talking about it. I mean, that's or if you're trying to throw us off. That's exactly what I would because say. Because you are a Freemason. So you're really just about to tell us a bunch of lies. Yes, lies exactly. To tricking us yeah. and staying yeah. true to the people. No, it's, it's interesting you bring that up. So we'll talk about that concept later in a lot of like the conspiracy theories because... Some proponents that talk bad about the Freemasons, they use that kind of um, strategy. Yes. that mm-hmm. That's what it all is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, just like Scientology. Exactly. Not ah. to compare the two. Not to compare the but two, but yeah. Kind of. Um, so I did go to, I've been inside a Mason Lodge. Ooh. Um, so is the, there a moose on the wall? <laughs> no, let me describe it to you because it's really interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was playing baseball in college, and this is what's this is where it gets weird about Masons. Okay, is they don't talk about it at all. Like for instance, my friend who you know is my neighbor, I've known he's a Mason for like five years, and I've probably talked to him about it once. They're not open about it. Yeah. So it just happened to like back in college, my friend and I we were talking about the Masons, and our coach was like, "I'm a Mason," and we were like, "Oh, that's cool," and he was like. Do you guys want to be Masons? Because, um, you know, or I mean, he didn't say it like that, but he can't. But he, he said, are you guys interested in it? Mm-hmm. And we said, yeah, sure. So he he wasn't even affiliated with that lodge. It was in Muskogee, Oklahoma, which is a, one. It's an older town, an older yes. lodge. So it's been around for a long uh-huh. time. Um, and he wasn't affiliated really with that lodge, but they can call them up. And he took us to. But it's like a really old cool building and you walk in and we go down these halls and then there's like this huge really like picturesque library with like all these masonic books and things and like you have to get you'll have to look it up specifically what you have to do to join but you have to get a petition to join and the petition we got one and we signed it and it was like this old like old book yes it was it wasn't a scroll but it was but kind. It was of, rolled like, up. Yes, I'm not making that's it up. Crazy. So they gave us like a tour of the. He gave us a tour of the lodge, and some people met with us, and we went through. And it's it's just really wild and interesting. Not Why didn't in you like join? A, honestly, because I didn't have the money at the time. Like you have oh, to. Oh, you have to. Pay? Yeah, you have to pay to go through to get your Is three it a degrees. Big chunk of change. No, it's not a lot of money, but I mean, when you're, you're in college, college right? so oh, like, yeah, of course, $100 right. is a lot of money. That's <laughs> right. like, yeah. you know, 
I still know for packs of ramen noodles. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's like um, all your meals for a semester. Yeah. yeah. How so that was a lot of it. But no, I'm still interested in joining. I, I, I may actually join just because it's something I've always been interested in. And my great grandfather was a Mason. Now, I never knew that at the time. It wasn't until he, he passed away that we kept a lot of his books. Mm-hmm. And you can't really just, obviously, we worked at a bookstore, so you don't see those books on shelves there. No. And that's the type of books that were inside the library inside. They're really kept. I don't want to say you have to check them out, but I think they're probably like an online type thing. Like you keep them to study to get your degrees and you probably have to give them back. Yeah. You can't um, just like have them floating around your apartment. Yeah. To yeah. Take. Yeah. And I guess that's a good segue into just, I'm not going to go into like really specific on what getting all of, excuse me, your degrees means because I know there's the three degrees most Masons at least go to the minimum of is all the way up to Master Mason, which is your third degree. But it goes all the way up to 33, and once it gets past, like, third, it gets really complex, and not a lot is, like, known out in the public about... Right, like Scientology. Right. <laughs> I think that's a harsh comparison, <laughs> but... I, I think that, yeah, the obviously practices because are I, obviously, it's a harsh comparison. Well, I think Scientology kind of, yeah, stole a lot of ideas from the Masons. Oh, well, no, I mean, yeah, let's just be really clear, and I'm yeah. not going to be too candid about that. Yeah, they just ripped off a lot of those ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the Masons' traditions are, are they're pretty cool, right? Like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, the Scientology um, traditions, not so right. much. Not so you cool. really hear about the exactly. high levels. Cool. And... You know, like, one of the things you read about the Masons is they're secular, which I think is a lot of, like, anti-Mason ideologies is religion versus Masons, if that makes sense. If you really start to look through a lot of people that are, like, these Mason conspiracies and this and don't believe they're ideal. Because there's a lot of, um, and maybe we'll we'll get into it later, is that, like, there's a strong belief amongst a lot of people that Freemasons worship Lucifer. Mm-hmm. And the, a lot of people that perpetuate that idea, it's that, it's a lot of like religious groups, groups yeah. coming at it from that way. Well, and another thing that we did totally on purpose, um, <laughs> 100% on purpose for this episode is that it's our 33rd episode and there are 33 levels, levels of, of Freemasons. Right? You guys remember how we it did that totally on purpose? Totally we on waited purpose. until we episode waited 33. Until 33. Yeah. We knew we about d- it. We 100% did not realize Just that. Just a minute before. No, 10 you are, minutes ago. You guys are really we planned it. We were on it. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Professionals. Professionals. Drinking our LaCroix. Okay, oh, I so. didn't get one. Oh no! Oh, well, I guess you'll just dive dehydrated. You have a water. So. You're fine. Drink your doesn't boring water. <laughs> doesn't have any doesn't bubbles. Doesn't have bubbles. Doesn't have flavor. Mm-mm. You peasant. Such a peasant. We're gonna start. Actually, we're gonna start with the most modern secret society and work our way back to the Freemasons mm-hmm. uh, because the secret societies today took so much from the ones before them. Right. And then the ones before them took so much from the ones before them. Right. And really, the Freemasons, I think, are the first ones, right? Pretty close. I mean, like it. Yeah. Re- in yeah. recorded they go the history. the furthest back. Yeah, because they go, yeah. they do. <laughs> they go back as far as, like, actual being what's called Freemason to around, like, the 16, late 1500s. But 
a lot of like there are certain rooms inside the lodges, like there's like the Egyptian room and stuff like that. Obviously, that draw suggests, it from yeah, because there were a lot of like actual stonemasons fraternities, yeah. just kind of like you know, like in the film industry, like there's the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, yeah, like that's a fraternity of sorts. It's kind of like the same thing. They had their own thing spanning back centuries and centuries. So I am they, really disappointed. Not to, like, put this on you, Dakota, but I am really disappointed that your life wasn't more like National Treasure. <laughs> when you said your great pap-pap was a Freemason, I thought for sure you'd be like, yeah, one time he took me in the attic and was like, by the way, there's a secret treasure. The map is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. I'm basically Nicolas Cage. I'm Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's what I expected from today. And then it's you came over and you were like, my grandpa had books. And now I'm like. Cool. You're the worst. I'm so glad you came on. I. This is what I'm talking about. This is that yeah, relationship. I'm the rude, yeah, the rude treatment. Rude. I just saw it. it. It was real rude. Was <laughs> you are being so mean I to know. our guests. No, it was what. No, I love it. We talked about this beforehand. I knew about his pet pet. I mean, this I is exactly what I expected when I came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, like, oh, I'm not surprised. Oh, <laughs> no, I, oh are be, you shocked? It just would be me. weird if it wasn't. I know. Weird. One time we were nice to each other and we were like, we don't Ew. like this at all. No, Stop the niceness. Yeah. Get out of here. Some relationships are just like that and you can't sugarcoat it. It's like, no, yeah. we're supposed to be mean No, to this isn't the, working the out. The few like, times I've actually seen Ashley be like, hey, how's it going? And how are you? My first reaction is like, hey, are you okay? Is everything? Yeah. Do you need to you talk okay? about some things? You right? That or you're like, Looking around you, over your shoulder, like, is there a booby trap somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's happening? Is there a trap door that I'm going to fall into? What is it? Um, yeah. All right. Lauren, you're going to start us off. For sure. So I have the secret society that was formed in the 1800s at a little school called Yale. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you, <laughs> have you heard of Yale? Yale. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, in the 1800s, it is a secret society formed by the senior class, and it's only for seniors still to this day. Um, just a little quick side note before we jump into Skull and Bones actual history is that Um, I just found this little note that there was a statue of Nathan Hale, who was a Yale graduate, and he was a member of the Culper Ring, which is one of America's first intelligence operations. Mm. And his statue stands on the old campus at Yale to this day. And that same statue is also in front of the CIA headquarters in Virginia and also in front of the Phillips Academy in Andover, which is where George H.W. Bush went to prep school. And joined a, a secret society at the age of 12. And he also has a lot to do with Skull and Bones, which we'll talk about. So I um, just wanted to point that out because Yale has always kind of been connected with the CIA. So its, it's the way. same statue? Uh-huh. Nathan Ooh, Hale. What's going on with that statue? So it's like, why is it at this place where George H.W. Bush went to school and he has a lot to do with the CIA and with Skull and Bones? And why is it at the CIA headquarters and why is it at Yale? So... I wanted to establish that little note just to say, like, Yale has always, like, kind of had these ties with central intelligence um, that goes all the way Interesting. back. Yeah, because, uh, not George W., the father. Yes, senior. He was in charge of the CIA? At one point, yeah. Yes. He was director yeah, of the thought. CIA. Director. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know, right? And then there was that movie. Um, uh, Skulls? No, the I one. I knew you were going to say that, and I also I, I knew, knew that wasn't too. what he was talking as about. As soon as <laughs> the I was like, words she's going to scream skull. Left my mouth, I was like, oh no. Here it comes. With Joshua Jackson and Paul Walker? <laughs> yeah. I was literally just sitting here, like, she's going to scream skulls in his yeah. face, and I know it's not I'm what he's so talking. sorry. I said in my mind, how movie? am I going to navigate this? Um, um, 
it was like the Good Shepherd with uh, Matt Damon. Wasn't oh it? Yeah. yeah, he was at Yale, and I think that. Oh, which, you're right. Uh huh. Which is almost as good as the movie Skulls, okay. which um, almost. which has a nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. However, yeah, it however, does. but I still enjoy it. I watched yeah. it with Big Ashley, fan. and I really like it. So I'm not Big shooting fan. it down. But I looked up its Rotten Tomato score and was like, ooh. Yes, yeah, so the movie Skulls was actually a documentary on the Skull, <laughs> on and, Skull and Bones. Bones. Yeah. It's fact for fact, Facts. perfectly done. Go on. Before Skull and Bones was started, going back just a little bit more, and then I promise we are going to jump into this. Um, in 1823, just about 10 years before Skull and Bones was started, Samuel Russell established Russell and Company, which was for the purpose of acquiring opium in Turkey and smuggling it to China. And Russell oh. and Company merged with the Perkins Syndicate in Boston, 1830, and became the primary American opium smuggler. And many of the great American and European fortunes were built on the China opium trade. And then Samuel's cousin, William Russell, um, who went to Yale, studied in Germany from 1831 to 1832, right before this was all formed. And when he was studying in Germany, he was learning all these new things about how the scientific method was being applied to all forms of human endeavor and like all these weird principles that children had to be like told exactly what to think and how to think it. And he was just learning all this crazy stuff about the educational system and wanted to bring it back. So in 1832, he came back to Yale and formed the Senior Society with Alfonso Taft, who is William Taft's father, William Howard Taft's father. Interesting. And so I brought up those other points of like the cousin and everything, because a lot of people believe um, that the skull and bones had a lot to do with drug trading and drug smuggling and that like George H.W. Bush had a lot to do with that. And it kind of goes all the way back. That, like, drug, the drug trade has always kind of been a part of this. And also, the little note about Germany is important because they believe that the senior society was made kind of as, like, a branch of um, an already existing German secret society that may have had to do with the Illuminati. And hey. so they're thinking that this was just kind of, like, its own virgin, version of some of those beliefs, which... All the people in Skull and Bones will deny, 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 oh, but then course. so many people in history are like, but he was literally in Germany right before he came home and formed <laughs> this, and like, all these things point to yes, but sure, go on with that. So they started this together, William Russell and Alfonso Taft started this together in 1832, and um, there have been documents gathered that said... General Russell, the founder, was right before his senior year was studying in Germany and formed a warm friendship with a leading member of German society. He brought back with him to college authority and started his own chapter here. And that is what people have gathered just from like paperwork that they found. They called it the Order of Skull and Bones and Skull was spelled S-C-U-L-L. And then it was later changed to actual Skull, S-K-U-L-L. Don't know why. It just was. Maybe it was One an accident and they misspelled it. <laughs> Those Yale Maybe students who don't know how to spell it. at all. Maybe they were just like, oh, wait, what? Oh, shit. It's supposed to be a K. I where that dialect came from. Wait, wait what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Is there a K? I can't erase in ink. Yeah. yeah we're they still working with quills here, yeah. people. Only quills. <laughs> I couldn't make my K. Sorry. No, we got to go with C from now on. That's probably true. And they just tried to make it sound like a big C. One of yeah. our many secrets. One of our yeah. many secrets. Oh, gosh. I really enjoy that theory. Anyways. So the secretive order of Skull and Bones exists only at Yale. Each year, 15 juniors are tapped by the seniors to be initiated into the next year's group. 
And some say this is, again, like a root could be a rumor, could be true. People are, historians are pretty positive. Some say each initiate is given $15,000 once they're initiated and a grandfather clock. Well, in the movie Skulls, they got a lot of money and they all got cars. I know. So So I know it's not that far off. They didn't do the grandfather clock in that doc. No, but they got pocket watches, remember? Oh, so that was their like ode to the clock. Mm -hmm. See if I would have seen this documentary. (laughs) If Before you had seen the documentary, hard hitting doc. Went to Yale. Um, is that why you would? have? Yeah, I would have gone to, I Yale, have gone to Yale had I known. <laughs> Go on. So the group is geared, or so they say, towards um, the success of its members in the post collegiate world. It's all about building them up to go out into the work world, which. In the world today, like this skull and bone still exists today. It still happens in the senior class every year. It could be more of that nowadays, but we never right. will really know. But that's what they've always claimed to do. Um, the family names on the roster of skull and bones are insane. Like just to read some last names, there's Whitney, Taft, uh, Rockefeller, Goodyear, Phelps, Perkins, Pillsbury, Kellogg, Vanderbilt, Bush, Lovett, and so on. Like the most famous people have been in this freaking If you thing. see them on a NASCAR, yeah. they are been <laughs> they have been They've in the been in boats. the um, William Russell, one of the founders, he went on to become a general and a state legislator. Legislator who can talk today! <laughs> Alfonso Taft was appointed Beautiful. U.S. Attorney General, Secretary of War, Ambassador to Austria, and Ambassador to Russia, and his son, William Howard Taft, is the only man to be both President of the U.S. and Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. So lots, lots of crazy people coming through here. And apart from family ties, because that was a huge thing, was like, if you have a certain last name, you're in. They did have these three ordeals that they looked at. Uh, The first ordeal was boarding school. They really wanted people who came from a boarding school. They thought that was a superior, higher education. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we want people with the best education, like none of that other crap. Uh, the second was nature. They wanted the bonesmen, as they're called, to have outdoor skills and be able to like fend for themselves in the outdoors, uh, be able to go to places like Africa, the jungles of South America. And the third ordeal was war. Wanted them to have experience in the military, if possible, which at that time, a lot of men did go immediately into the military after prep school. So it wasn't that weird to be mm-hmm. like, oh, you're coming to college after you've already served some yeah, time. Yeah, I'm which sure is that's not a thing now, because if you're going right. to Yale, you most likely did not go into exactly. the military. But. Right. So that's kind of like one of the old school ones. Um, who else did they let into this thing? Tell us! <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Paul Walker. <laughs> to name a few. Um, Skull and Bones membership was almost exclusively limited to white Protestant males for much oh, uh, of its history. Shocker. Yale, <laughs> Yale was already pretty exclusionary with ethnicity and religion, but the senior society was even worse. Some Catholics were allowed to join the group, but more often than not, Jews were not, which also some people were kind of tying to, like, the whole Germany thing of, like, interesting, you guys don't really like Jewish people. Oh, why? Tell us more. But sometimes there were exceptions if people entered through sports because they really looked for stars. Like Joshua Jackson, because he was a rower on the rowing team. It all makes sense. (laughs) It all makes sense. Yeah, so then a lot of star athletes would join. Yale became co-ed in 1969, but Skull and Bones remained male until 1992. Those dicks. What? Wait, they have ladies in there now? Very few, but yes. See? See, I should have gone to Yale. If I had known, I would have gone to Yale. you would have been part of Skull and Bones. 
The Bones class of 1971 attempted to tap women for membership, but it was opposed by the alumni who called the men fighting for it the bad club and squashed their attempt. Um, The issue was debated for years and years until 1991 when they tapped seven female members for the class. But it was still blocked temporarily. William F. Buckley obtained a temporary restraining order uh, just because he wanted to keep fighting. He wanted more time. But then, thank goodness, people like John Kerry fought for the women to come in and won, getting them in in 1991. Thank goodness. Thanks, John Kerry. I like John Kerry. I enjoy him as well. And I like hearing that, like, even before he ran for president, like, he was wanting women to have some equal rights. Like, good for you, man. Yeah, and he, um, I watched, like, the handling of the Iranian nuclear deal Mm -hmm. and how he did, he, like, because he was being interviewed and, like, in that council by, like, the House Republicans and they tried to kind of get on him about, like, him serving his country and he jumped all over. He was like, don't really? do not tell me about serving my country. I fought in a war. And <laughs> get it, John. he just shut him down. So, uh, and, um, John Kerry. he was on Jimmy Kimmel when I was in the audience. With him. Ooh, yeah, no big deal. Surprise, because That's they don't fun. put that out when he was actually Secretary of State. Uh, They're not real, like, this is who's going to be on tonight. Sure. So it was That makes sense. That's That'd a fun awesome. surprise. Yeah, yeah, I was like... <laughs> Joe got a surprise, too, when he went on uh, Conan. They were like, we have a surprise guest. And Joe was like, yes. And it was um, Charlie Hunnam. And that's literally Joe's least favorite actor that's ever acted. <laughs> and he was so fucking mad. Oh he was God. so mad. Of course, so, it's like his least favorite person. Was I was the exact no opposite. I was yeah. like, am I the only one jacked up about John Kerry? <laughs> John Kerry's here. Did you all hear that? And everyone was like, did you say Jim Kerry? He I was hoping for Jim. He doesn't look like he does impressions. Does he do comedy? <laughs> Go on. Oh, God, I love it. So, some fun theories floating around. Yeah, let's get Yeah, talk about their initiation. Or, no, not their initiation. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are going to talk about that. But I just wanted to go over, like, the main theories that are surrounding them, which is that they are society, they are a society trying to play a role in global conspiracy for world control. Like, they just, they think they're elite, they're superior, they want complete control of the world, they have to manipulate everyone from every country in order to get it. And that's why they need that, like, CIA Which is why they station all these important people throughout the world. Yep, that's exactly right. And that's Mm -hmm. why, again, one of the other theories is that they control the CIA, not just that they're affiliated with it, but they have complete control of it. That's a huge theory. Um, And then, as I briefly mentioned before, there's a theorist named Alexandra Robbins who wrote this amazing book on Skull and Bones. Like, she got in there, she interviewed some people, like, she has some amazing secrets and twists in her book. And she really thinks that they're just a branch of the Illuminati and they came from that branch in Germany and nobody's ever going to admit it. So that's her thing. So those are a few of the things floating around. The order was pretty much doing well from the very beginning, despite some controversy actually at Yale of people who basically were not in it and professors and stuff saying they didn't like the secrecy and exclusiveness of the Bonesmen. There was an article published in the Iconoclast in 1873 And I just want to read this. It's pretty short. He said, we are speaking through a new publication because the college press is closed to those who dare to openly mention the bones. Out of every class, Skull and Bones takes its men. They've gone out into the world and have become leaders in society. They have completely obtained control of Yale. Money paid to the college must pass into their hands and be subject to their will. No doubt they are worthy men in themselves, but the many whom they look down upon while in college cannot far forget as to give money freely, cannot 
Horrors forget that they had to give money freely into their hands. Men on Wall Street complain that the college comes straight to them for help instead of asking each graduate for a share. The reason is found in a remark made by one of Yale's and America's first men. Few will give but bones men, and they care far more their society than they do for their college. So people were just, like, not into them, and it was really hard to spread the word and say, like, do we care more about our college or more about this society? Like, what can we do? But Skull and Bones was able to shut them down at every turn, so there really wasn't anything to be done. But yeah, so they were, there was controversy, but they, I mean, everyone still wanted to be a part of them, I think, secretly, and was like, well, you guys are doing something, right? So how do I get in there? Yeah. Um, they used to hold their meetings in really great, beautiful halls, but then in 1856, they had the tomb, as it was named and is still named today. Uh, they moved into the tomb, which is a vine-covered, windowless, brownstone hall. It's like totally dilapidated, ridiculous looking. Um, and yeah, as I said, still to this day, the Bonesmen hold their strange, occultish initiation rites, and they meet every Thursday and Sunday. At one point, the Order of the File and Claw, which is another little society, broke into the tomb and said that the walls were covered with deathly material. Some rooms were completely floor to ceiling with um, black velvet. There were bones everywhere, skulls everywhere that are said to be of real actual people stolen from graves as part of hazing and initiation. Skulls had to be stolen. And they found an interesting parlor next to room 322 and the number 322 is an important number, and we'll find out in a little bit. But on the wall, they fe- uh, next to four human skulls was a big arch, and over the arch there were German words that basically said something about a beggar and a fool. But I mean, no matter what, it's it's something about a beggar and a fool. But that is a known thing that a German secret society has said. And like it was like one of their quotes. And so then when this was found and said to the public, they're like, hey, skull and bones, you have the exact same German quote. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a strange coincidence? I wonder if that like goes back to because they I've heard that like the fool and in the tarot cards, something about the fool is actually one of the wisest Mm -hmm. men because Mm -hmm. to take he sees like the comedy He's, and things. Well, he, he, sees the, he sees the future. The fool in the tarot card deck looks to be a man who's about to walk off a cliff. Mm. So you think, oh, what a foolish man. But in actuality, that man knows what lies beyond the cliff. He knows that it's not actually a fall to his death, that there is something that's going to support him as he walks off. So it's actually saying he's wise. And yeah, he knows yeah that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, he knows that what he's actually of, yeah. Yeah. right. And then on top of that, like with the German conspiracy, there was a little note next to that German vault in the arch that said, um, this is from the German chapter presented by D.C. Gilman. And D.C. Gilman is this man named Daniel Gilman, who came immediately from studying in Germany to become part of Skull and Bones at Yale. So it's also like, he literally brought this from the German chapter. And they're like, no, but no. So I just think that's interesting. Um, and Daniel Gilman was actually important because he came back and officially incorporated Skull and Bones, and they called it the Russell Trust Association, so that they were able to donate and take donations and be like an official corporation. So he was the man that did that. He also helped start the American Economic Association, the American Chemical Society, and the American Psychological Association, which sort of got everything started with them having their hands in literally everything. Like every association you can imagine, they seem to have their hands in. And besides him, one of the most famous members, George Bush Sr., 
He is has been a controversy because he, I mean, his father and his father before him were both in Skull and Bones. He was a member of Skull and Bones. And basically all of the volunteers on his presidential campaign were ex-CIA members, which everyone just thought was really weird. Like they all had intelligence as their background. And um, even in his administration, I know, even in his administration, he had basically all Skull and Bones members. So it was just kind of like they only work with each other or else work with intelligence members. And so like those ties are just too thick. And that's why they believe they just wanted to have world control. But George Bush also closely followed the teachings of Henry Stimson, another member of Skull and Bones. And the biggest lesson from him was that there should be a war every generation so that the country has something to rally behind and get amped up about and overcome their weaknesses in one big military explosion. Right. And this also seems to be the <laughs> best cool. way to cool. understand the philosophy of Skull and Bones, not just how George Bush ran things, but how what they kind of believe they were also big on um, reduction of population. They all thought, like, there's yeah. too many people on the earth. Population and it's like, control. maybe a war will go on with this. And when I was reading this, I got so scared because I just watched this movie on Netflix called What Happened to Monday. And it's all about population control. Really? And it's oh, horrifying. You're, you're not allowed to have siblings? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they have to, like, hide the siblings. And, like, the girls can go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're all identical. And they pretend to be the same girl. It's crazy. But it's a terrifying world and image to imagine like the people want our world to be that way so that got me freaked out and then just another fun note george bush the junior ran against john Kerry, who were both members of skull and bones george bush won unfortunately (laughs) and then um but what's interesting is when skull and bones members were interviewed or former members either one when they'd be interviewed about what they thought about the election they would say we don't really care about the outcome it's a win-win for us which just makes me think they're sitting in their tomb, like, as long as someone's president, like, as long as someone's in the White House, we're good. And that's interesting because to me, like, if you look at that, that idea of, well, how do you get two people from one very exclusive club right. with different ideas, completely different political ideologies? Yep. Which makes me ask the question, like, air quotes, political ideologies, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, you're so you're stacking the deck. You're rigging the game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing. Is that's Skull exactly and Bones? Yeah. If, yeah. They, if they have control over everything, if they control the CIA, if they yeah. control like if they control like the voting, you know what I mean? Like, let's just go complete conspiracy theorists. If totally. they control everything, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be their their only goal. I mean, yeah, like you said, yeah, it's a win-win. I, it's just mm-hmm. like it's like get someone in there. Yeah, get, it's, someone it's, run it's, get someone in there. When, once cons- they get in there, we can have them do what we need them to do. Exactly. If we yeah. need Accomplish a war, we then we will elect this person. And if we need a time of peace, then we'll elect this person. And mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. Which that's why I think that you know, I don't believe in all of those conspiracy theories to the extent why? that some people do. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, yes, <laughs> why not? Why? <laughs> I do not. Um, but I mean, there is obviously facts to that. That is yeah, cold no, hard facts. They're, that, they're, and you can see how some people can run wild with it. Can that. run absolutely wild with it but, because there are some that's like, no, it's a conspiracy. And then you find out the truth and you're like, well. You're like, oh. <laughs> like just, <laughs> well, yeah, because that just happened. Yeah. I didn't know that about John Kerry, you know, until coming into this. And when you said that, I was like, oh. Right? Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I didn't know about him either. I knew about the Bushes, and then yeah. when I saw John Kerry, I was like, holy shit, yeah. like, this goes back so far. 
Um, so the rituals, which we were talking about, initiation Woo-hoo! rituals have their roots in the occult, and the decor of the tomb is always laced in death. But the initiation rituals as well, complete, we're going off complete rumors. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, I should have, like, even said that at the beginning. This is all, pretty much all rumors. I mean, I've, I think I've said pretty well, like, this is based on, like, an article that was found, or when someone broke into the tomb... They found that arch or they found that whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're making assumptions and theories and rumors from the little that we've seen. But, like, none of this is cold hard. Yeah, none of this is, like, these are theories. And And from Paul Walker and Joshua Jackson's documentary. documentary Skulls. Yes. So, exactly. These are, like, theories that are just floating around. (laughs) Granted, like, historians are writing a lot of this. These are people who have studied this society. Ashley from BuzzFeed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's It's not this whole teeny bopper millennial. Like, these are historians who have studied this forever. And from some, you know, hearsay of people who have left and have said things, whatever. So, the rumors are that, um, like, a lot of their initiations have to do with the occult, and their entire tomb is laced in death, and there's skulls everywhere, kind of like I said about the people who broke in. They were just like, it was gruesome, it was crazy. Um, some of the things for initiation have varied from laying in a coffin for hours, worshipping Satan, being forced to worship Satan, being forced to masturbate in front of several people, uh, stealing a skull from a grave, or covering themselves in fake blood, or performing a sacrifice on either human or animal. We do not know. Oh, question mark. I know. And they also have a reputation. This is, this, I'm not sure if it's initiation or once you're in, but they have this little ritual called crooking, where they steal keepsakes from other Yale societies or from campus They buildings. do that in skulls. I know. And they strive to outdo each other with, like, who can steal the coolest, biggest thing without anybody knowing. The weather vane. And... I can't with you. You know way too much. I've seen that. She does. It was funny I've seen that movie a lot. And now I'm questioning why you know so much about the movie Skulls. I'm just saying. It is believed that they possess the skulls of Martin Van Buren, Geronimo, and Pancho Villa. Whoa, really? Yes. That, like I said, those are the accusations. Those are the rumors. But we don't know for sure. My arm is being attacked by a mythical mosquito all of a sudden. It's the skull and bones. It's skull and bones. They're making me itch. <laughs> um, the the laying in coffins, isn't it? I am going off of the movie Skulls, but so it's true. I've also read somewhere that like you have kind of like a brother in the secret society that you are sort of like it's not so much like other fraternities where it's like you your have the brother. older brother, right. the big brother. What is that called? Big brother? Yeah, it's like your big bro, your yeah. little sis. Yeah. That's fraternity. So and sororities. It's, it's not so much like that. You're linked up with a senior. Someone your age yeah. who's in your class. I read that as well, but it also but again, seemed rumors, a lot of like, yeah, it was like a rumor and it was from the movie. So I was like, I don't know how true that is, but very possible. Um, and then to go back to the number 322 that I had said before, um, they have said that it's based on the descendant of an old Greek patriot society um, founded by Demosthenes, who died in 322 BC. And they say that's why the number 322 is everywhere. That's why we have that special room. It's all dedicated to him. But other people believe it's because um, it was formed in the year 32 as the second chapter of the German society and that it's connected to that. So people go back and forth and are like, own your German roots. And they're like, no, it's this 322 BC thing. No one really knows for sure. 
But they think, like, did you get, like, the 32 yeah. and the 2? Like, the yeah. second chapter. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make that clear because I had to read it eight times. Like, <laughs> where's the other two? What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's those are some theories swirling around that that's why it was 322. And then I was just going to say that some fun fiction references to this are that there's the movie The Skulls. Oh, there's is there? also... Who's in it? In Baz Luhrmann's film version of The Great Gatsby... <laughs> The characters actually refer to their time at Yale, and it's implied that they were in Skull and Bones together. Oh. Mm. Um, and in the novel, Yale is not explicitly mentioned, but they do talk about being in New Haven together and that they were in a senior society. So a lot of people think they're talking about Skull and Bones. Even in Gilmore Girls, Rory's boyfriend Logan is a part of a life and death brigade, just supposedly loosely based on the Skull and Bones as based off of the crazy rituals that they do. So, yeah, those are just kind of, like, the fun facts about it. I think the biggest conspiracies that surround it are its controlling of the CIA Mm -hmm. and also just um, George Bush being so closely connected to its senior, being so into the skull and bones and also being the CIA director and also um, being a pilot during when all the drug smuggling was going Mm -hmm. on. And it was also when arms were being yeah, illegally the Iran contra. Yeah, yeah the iron I mean, contra like he had such a big hand in that and everyone thinks that was like an order from the skull and bones to like have their yeah, hands and in that just that to movie? like have that control american american made. made i just what's so funny is i had been doing my research and then i went and saw that movie with a friend no desire to see it i don't really like yeah. tom cruise but i was like what? let's go i know he's a yours. treasure he is i just, just because he's a crazy Oh, Alien no, it's not even shipper. because oh, he's okay. a Scientologist. I, I do love him in his classics. I just feel like as of late, I've seen him in stuff and been like, oh. But Did you I see actually that loved meme him where it said that uh, Tom Cruise is turning into a middle-aged lesbian? Yes, and in American Made, it's completely true. Yeah, he like, wears haircut? khakis and has like... <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that. From Laura Dern from uh, yeah. Jurassic Park. Yes! yes. Oh, my God. Yes. He's in like, oh her exact God. outfit. Yeah. He has feathered hair. He does look like a lesbian. But anyway, it was just funny because I'd started to do my Skull and Bones research and then went to the movies with my friend and it was all about the Iran Contra ordeal and I was like oh my god it was George Bush and there's a George Bush cameo they don't say it's him but this guy sits next to Tom Cruise when he's in like a waiting area I think he's at the FBI I don't know so many people were after him so it's hard to say but he was like sitting in the waiting room (laughs) somewhere and this really like southern guy sits next to him and is like hey like I'm a pilot and just like says all these things that are supposed to get you to assume that it's him and I just giggled to myself so yeah. That's I have craziness. a question that's, it's so crazy. And we'll never know unless we're in it, and then we can't ever talk about it, because we'll get murdered. Because we will be murdered. Yeah. Has no. anyone from that society come forward and talked about their time in that society? No, well, that's at least, like, not what I could find. It's probably on the deep web. It's lucrative. <laughs> right. I yeah, literally, I can't... I can't even tell you the amount of articles, like, the amount of reading I had to do, and I was just scouring each article, like, did somebody talk? Did somebody say something? And it's, like, all you can find are, like, the rumors, the famous people who were a part of it, the political side, and then it's, like, nothing else. You can't get deeper than the surface. It's crazy. It's hard. That's hard to keep that shit under wraps. Yeah, I feel that's more exclusive than the Masons, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of that... Procedures is known about the Masons, and you know that's how it seems. People talk, yeah. but Skull and Bones seems very like it's still pretty wrapped up. Serious, I know. serious. I mean, it's mostly politicians, which is crazy. Which is like super comforting. I know, and helps me sleep at night. Jesus, yeah. I have a question before I go into the Illuminati. Uh-huh. Um, so remember earlier you were saying 
you know, that for a long time they didn't allow, you know, like Jewish people and for a long time they did Was it Christians or was it atheists? They weren't really associated with any religion. Okay. I would say, like, I mean, well, I guess it did say they were, like, Protestant white okay. male. So, yeah, I guess. So it's, okay. like, kind of Christians. Cool. Basically. Huh. So. And they let some Catholics in. Which is kind of interesting because the Illuminati had a lot to do with religion. Ooh. But. Yeah. Oh, wait. Really quick. Yes. I found what that quote was. It does oh. not matter at all anymore because, really, the part that was important was that it was in German. But <laughs> it's, who was the fool, who was the wise man, beggar or king, whether poor or rich, all is the same in death. That was the slogan. I mean, loosely translated, it probably sounds cooler. Yeah, it's it's interesting that that would be their slogan when they're they're all elite and rich and superior, and they're like, "Doesn't matter, just live a good life, you know, like just like be a good person." We're all the same, and we're all equal. It's like that's never what you believed. Yeah, sure. I went to boarding school too. Well, we go run the world. (laughs) Who run the world? Girls, skulls, skulls. I was. That was two in the zone. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. All right. Speaking of Beyonce, the Illuminati is a name given to several groups, actually, both real and fictitious. Historically, though, the name usually refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, which was a secret society founded in 1776 meant to oppose superstition and specifically religious influence over public life and abuses of state power. So basically, mm-hmm. they were joined to get religion out of politics. Okay. So basically, we need them again. Yeah, um, yeah please. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Their general goal was, like I said, to put an end to the, you know, to put an end to the constant machine of the purveyors of injustice to control them without dominating them. So to try and take them down without, like, destroying the church or something crazy like that. The Illuminati were outlawed, much like the Freemasons and other secret societies before them, by the Bavarian ruler with the encouragement and support of the Roman Catholic Church. This was eventually. uh, This happened, they were outlawed in 1784, 85, 87, and 1790, for several years, the group was accused of being responsible for the French Revolution, which is wow. interesting. Yeah. Nowadays, the Illuminati refers to various organizations which claim to or are purported to have links to the original Bavarian Illuminati or similar secret societies. So the Bavarian Illuminati was founded by a professor at the University of Goldstadt named Adam Weishaupt. He was a law professor, eventually specializing in natural and canon law. And at the time, he butted heads with the Jesuit priests of the university over differing worldviews and eventually created the Illuminati, a secret society promoting enlightenment as well as moral progress, uh, basically saying you can still be a moral person and lead a moral life without uh, following the rules of religion especially them getting, like, meddling into political matters. Yeah, that's a good thing to say. The Roman Catholic (laughs) Church won't have anything to say about that. Yeah, they'll be fine. Well, that's why they ended up having to be a very secret society, because the Roman Catholic Church did not mess with them. Well, Um, side note, um, when the Da Vinci Code came out, you know, like, around, um, you know, the movie and stuff, and uh we were going, my friend and I, like, I played baseball at a Christian college, and he, he was Catholic, and we were talking about it, and I was like, well, it would be kind of 
I think that's anyway true. And he said, yeah, I kind of do a little bit. But he said, I'd probably get excommunicated. He's Catholic. He said, I'd probably get excommunicated or something like that. Whoa. And, wow. I, you know, I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Remember when I put on my Facebook how I wanted to speak to someone uh, of the Catholic faith who was a devout Catholic, not just like my family. I've been Catholic, but I haven't been in church in nine years. But right. I wanted to speak to a devout Catholic about... Basically about the child molestation and with the priest whatnot with the yeah. priests. And uh, I just, all I wanted to know was like, do you talk about it with mm-hmm. like your family or your church? How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it something that you bring up and you talk about and you acknowledge that it exists? Because it does exist. There's no denying that it yeah. exists. So mm-hmm. is it something that you talk about or is it, is it just like not spoken of? Right. And I went out on Facebook and I like blasted it out. I texted a bunch of my friends who are Catholic I didn't get a single person yeah, who would come forward yeah. and talk about it. And Which it wasn't something that I was even going to share on the podcast. It was just something that I, like, I personally want to know. Yeah. Is it something you guys, like, talk about? Is it something you're like, yeah, it's horrible. I can't believe that, like, my religion would work to cover this kind of stuff up. But they don't even, I mean, I mean if they do talk about it, they don't fucking talk to mine. me about it. And yeah. it's just so interesting that most, probably, like, families, like, fathers and, and mothers worry about their daughter being sent out to the world uh-huh. and being out there and in these it's like your sending son. your son yeah yep. you know what i mean and well, maybe that's the thing why is, they, is do they do they just deny 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 and they yeah. don't believe it or right? if they're like or if they like don't say it and, and don't talk about it yeah. but I, right. you know side note to the son like hey you know, if hey if ever, anything ever right, happens to you know, you need to tell, tell us immediately yeah it's yeah. very interesting so the priesthood obviously, of the time, had significant political prowess and revoked his academic credentials and had him banished from the country. Oh, (laughs) Uh, He moved to Germany. Hey! Where (laughs) he was better received and free to form the foundation of the Illuminati and its philosophies. There you go. Uh, Still secretly, though, Mm. but not... Punishable by like. You said death. they already have skull and bones going. Yeah, on. we yeah, already have well this. Go over yeah. There. Um, Do whatever I want. While his ambitions were noble, he kind of went about it in a shitty way. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in a, a very intelligent way, but kind of shitty. So acceptance into the secret society consisted primarily of wealth, societal influence, and political pull. Members consisted of bankers, politicians, doctors and those of general upper-class importance, thus planting the seeds for the modern conception of what the Illuminati is and the Skull and Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously today. Yeah. As the Illuminati grew in the late 1700s, problems began to arise from within. Weishaupt continued to lead the group, but as all groups grow with time, there was a hierarchy (laughs) of members who eventually started to butt heads. Um, Adolf Keeg was recruited late in 1780 in his 20s and was also a Freemason at the time. Hmm. He was placed All these connections. Yeah, he was placed in charge of recruiting uh, because he was a young kid and popular and a Freemason. But Kigny op- uh, welcomed this opportunity to use the order as a vehicle for his own ideas, which didn't turn out well. His new approach would supposedly make the Illuminati more attractive to prospective members in Germany. And when a rift began to form between Weishaupt and the society, Kigny became the peacemaker between the two. He believed the society had two major problems. One, Weishaupt's emphasis on the recruitment of university students 
meant that senior positions in the order often were filled by young men with very little experience. And now that we talk about Skull and Bones, the fact that it, like, really took off at a university is starting to make a lot of sense. Yeah. And two, the anti-Jesuit ethos of the order when it first began had become a general anti-religious sentiment, which Kigny knew would be a huge problem in recruiting the senior Freemasons that the order was seeking to attract. They wanted the Freemasons, they basically, honestly, they wanted the Illuminati to become a branch of the Freemasons. Yes. But because they started as so... It wasn't anti-religion. All it was was anti-religion and politics. All it was was, like, religion's fine. You could be religious, but, like, you shouldn't be able to control what the people do. You yeah, shouldn't have your fingers in the honeypot. That. Yeah. Like yeah. That rubbed the Freemasons the wrong way. Not necessarily. The Freemasons weren't, like, trying to banish them, but they were, like, trying to distance themselves. Like, right. they were a little bit different than you yeah. are. And I think that at that time, like, what time period is this? This was, like, early 1800s now. Early 1800s. Yeah. I mean, this is... Way past Knights Templars, but yeah, I yeah, like they still had a lot more religious connotations in the Freemasons. Then. Yeah, yeah, then they do then today. Per se, yes. yeah. yeah, they did come close for to uh, for a minute for of uh, being a part of the Freemasons, but um, it just didn't happen. The Illuminati were blamed actually for anti-religious pamphlets appearing in Austria and Germany, and it completely shut down Illuminati recruitment for quite a while. The decline of the Bavarian Illuminati was brought about by the indiscretions of their own people. In spite of efforts by the superior members to curb loose talk, like politically dangerous boasts of power and criticism of monarchy caused the quote-unquote secret order to become common knowledge, along with the names of many important members. So basically, they recruited all these young college students because they were like, cool, <laughs> and like, they thought they would get, like, the more young college students they had, they thought the more people they would be able to recruit. Yeah. Um, but these young guys were <laughs> flapping their blabbing all over town around. Yeah. And talking about like how much pull they had politically and, and oh, gosh. talking about like who else was in the order. And so they were not a secret anymore. In spite of their small numbers, the group found themselves in hot water. They were blamed for several anti-religious publications in Bavaria and there were claims that success in a legal dispute depended on the litigants standing with the Illuminati. And lucky for them, many of the court officials were part of the group, so they all got off easy every time they got into any sort of uh-huh. trouble. Eventually, the government banned all secret societies, primarily because of the Illuminati. This was supposedly the end of the Illuminati as a secret society. Or mm. was it? Bum, bum, or was bum. it? Dun, or dun, dun, did dun. they come to America and start Skull and Bones? That's kind of what I think. Mm. <laughs> Obviously, the Illuminati nowadays has become a household term because of media and pop culture. Oh, yes. Conspiracies range as to the extent of power of the Illuminati, and most maintain that the group is made up of highbrow politicians, bankers, business moguls, and celebrities. The most notorious group associated with the Illuminati is the Bilderberg group. The Bilderberg group, Bilderberg as Dakota group. and I call we're it. Talking. The Bilderberg we were group. talking last night, and we were like, it was so funny because I was on the phone with Dakota, and Joe was sitting here, and I said, what was the group? The Builder, uh, Builder, and he was like, Bilderberg, and both Joe and Dakota at the same time went, 
Build a bear. Build a bear. No, <laughs> like, I mean it sounds just like you're it. looking for build a bear. It's in build most malls. It's in it's most malls. Build a bear. It's That's usually on the second floor of it's the a mall. Great too. family yeah, atmosphere. It's really great. Um, oh my god, that's the hilarious. Bilderberg group. So the Bilderberg group <laughs> is not a secret society, really. So what well, kind of is? So they hold an annual meeting. It's not a secret. Everyone knows that the meeting exists every year. It's held to discuss issues pertaining to European and North American relations. This is, it's what it says on their website. Their website even states that the meeting is composed of leaders and experts from politics, media, and business who are invited to discuss megatrends and major issues facing the world. What makes the meetings mysterious and has obviously led to conspiracies around it is that the meetings are held under what is known as Chatham Rule meaning the identity of any attendee is kept secret. Oh, okay. So we don't even know who's going to. It could be like Saddam Hussein could be in no You know idea. what yeah. I mean? And we would yeah. have no idea. I mean, it's good, but, you know. No, but you like, could, from beyond the so grave, I, from beyond the grave, they get yeah. a Ouija board no, out I know, and just, talk to you. Like, but do they meet face-to-face? <laughs> yeah, they all yeah. in the same room. Yeah. Okay. I would say, or so I it's mean, probably, unless they you do can't it. search any official documents and, and look at a roster list and be like, oh, okay, this person went, this person went. I don't this. think so. I think Man, it's like, that's so the cool only thing that's super, that, super, yeah. super secretive is like who yeah. is invited to that's this. That's so meeting. secretive because you know who's in Skull and Bones. You don't know mm, yeah. what they're doing behind closed doors, yeah. but dang. Uh, conspiracies surrounding the plans hashed out at Bilderberg meetings concern <laughs> the plotting of a new world order. Which I'm sure Dakota will say something about. Yeah, we'll and they range in methods from population control uh-huh. through the spreading of diseases like AIDS and Ebola to chemtrails, geoengineering, and even a secret space program called Cosmic Disclosure. This is real, which is essentially the plan to venture forth and establish civilizations throughout the cosmos as long as you are wealthy. Mm-hmm. And basically leaving the planet to. Because nobody Die. else can afford it. Yeah, because no one else can afford yeah. it. I can't afford it. It's not that we're like biased. Remember when, just, uh, did that ever happen where they were like, oh, money. you can go into space for a minute and like they were going to shoot you off in a rocket and you were going to be in space for like, I don't know, like 20 minutes and then come back and down. Back Remember? Because like Lance, was it Lance Bass or Clay Aiken? Or yeah. Someone? Lance uh, Bass like bought a ticket. Oh yeah, he did. Totally that did. That did happen, but it, then he yeah, never it went. Did, it, did they go here's up the, Here's what's like, sad about that. He had to go with the Russians. Wait, really? Because oh, our this American space program, you know, we don't even fly the shuttle we're not anymore. A, we're not cool like um, yeah. it's Russians. It's like we have to send our astronauts up with Russians' rocket program, and they have to go over there. No, USA can't do it. God oh, damn it, no. US. <clears throat> um, yeah, did Lance we really ever need go? to get it together. Did he go with the Russians? <laughs> he did. Oh, he did. Oh, my God. Why did yeah. no one talk about it? Did something yeah. weird happen? Did something weird happen? Is it Lance anymore? Is he dead? Did he come back? Is it an astronaut's Let wife me. scenario? Is it an alien version of Lance Bass? just nip this right now. No, it's it's fine. It, oh, I think okay. there's like some YouTube videos. I think it was Lance Bass, wasn't it? That sounds Somebody right. took a ride up to... Sorry, I'm thinking of Steve-O. Steve-O went up with um with the, the Russians. Russians. Okay. Lance Bass may have went up in an actual capsule. I but don't I know. I don't know if, if it was did. with the, the Americans. Hey, everybody listening, go Google hey, it, because none of us Google assholes know what we're talking about. just text me. I'll get <laughs> it on next Friday. Also, yeah. I just wanted to say before you moved on that everything you just listed sounds exactly like Skull and Bones belief system, so now I firmly <laughs> believe yeah, that they just branched off. When you were reading off. your notes, yeah. I was like, they're literally man, just the new Illuminati. 
Well, they're okay. so interwoven. I know. Of All of them. It's like, which is thought to be a part of New World or a Freemason in the Illuminati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? How? They're all the same. Why? So other tactics thought to be plotted at these meetings include bribery and com- uh, compromising of politicians through devious means, like sex scandals and planting evidence, which sounds a lot like Skull and Bones. Mm-hmm. Basically, the big question is, why are these meetings so secretive? And if there's nothing to hide, why are their members kept under wraps? Uh, the Illuminati these days are seen essentially as pretty much any secret society or group of elites who control all aspects of life on the planet, from finance to government to religion and culture. Obviously, membership to these societies are a mystery, which is why they are called secret, but also why so many conspiracies are fueled by them. Right. There's mm-hmm. no telling if there's any amount of truth to this stuff because these groups are so secretive uh-huh. i mean it's so like tightly sealed yeah you don't the thing is is like for example with skull and bones like that group of people i mean they give you money mm-hmm. you get money from this group you yep. get uh you get to be fucking president apparently mm-hmm. if you're, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like you get all this stuff so why would you ever leak any actual yeah. knowledge and that's, of what you know goes very on? impressive in the age that we're in a social media. Yeah, we're stuff is leaked all the freaking time. Like yeah, How they could get drunk and go on Instagram and have like an Insta story yeah. inside the tomb. Like that would yep. be hilarious. Yeah. Why the skull and bones people don't talk? And I think I forgot this in the rituals. When you're first initiated, you have to tell like all of your secrets. Like mm-hmm. they force you. They sit you down. You're probably. Mm-hmm. I assume you're like tied up. Just yes, why like else would you give in? But it's like you have to divulge everything. They ask you to tell about all your sexual experiences. Like, mm-hmm. you have to describe, like, the female. How was she? So then you're, like, looping in this other woman. Mm-hmm. So I think none of them spill the secrets because they're like, they have way too much on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with Scientology. That's why they think I know. That they do all of the... The name um, gets smeared. What's it called? The testing where you... Do you uh, know what I'm talking about? In Scientology, we hold on to the little dingies. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. E-meters. Um, yeah, you have to go through, yeah. co- constantly go through, like, all these experiences you've had in your life. And the thing is, is, like, if you Audited. are, uh, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, are, yeah. say, Tom Cruise and you've had, or or um, John Travolta and you talk about, you know, something that could be very detrimental to you, like, I am actually gay, yeah. if that mm-hmm. is the case. And like, they have, they have, they have that black holders like black to oh black, yeah i you bet know, to put that information out if you yep. try to leave oh yeah yeah we were i have not about i want to so bad but the thing is i posted this on my facebook actually they have a website scientology has a website dedicated to basically a smear campaign against leah remini oh, yeah. after that just saying every bad thing like, you could did you, say did about you a person hear why well why she because of her show what well, do, you do you know why she left? Isn't she concerned about his wife, David Miscavige? <laughs> that and like, well, not to get too on that subject because there's a whole other thing. Yeah, but side note, it was the back to Tom Cruise. She saw because Leah Rimini was like super about Scientology. Oh yeah, because she was like You've serious about, about and serious yeah. about their message and what it was about. Yeah, and she kind of saw like Tom Cruise and them just kind of like, and these are her words, not mine. Like mess around and not obey in the code. And, you know, you're, as a Scientologist, supposed to call people out with that and and write them, like, write them up. Yeah. And she wrote Tom Cruise and the leader and the main president of it up. David. Yeah, David. And it all... Came crashing down. Call came crashing down. Things came and were said about her. And she had to fly to 
the basically the center in Florida to get audited. But it is it is crazy. Oh, I know. It's crazier than Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 100%. It's yeah. Well, it's because, yeah, I feel like they're so much worse. And good news cold. is yeah. they just opened up a branch in uh, my neighborhood. Right? Yeah, 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 it's right It's right down the street. It's really exciting us. for yeah. you. Uh-huh. Just go enjoy that, you know? <laughs> yeah, just uh, every time I go to Birds in Hollywood and eat, and, and it's across right the across street, the street, I'm like, oh, God. And it stinks because it's a beautiful Yeah, that's oh what God, I was going to say. That's why I get pissed. It's gorgeous. Like, I'm like, I hate that you guys have can't that. Wait. You know, the Masons, they have like three really historical buildings in LA that they moved out of and they deemed historical monuments in mm-hmm. their preserve. Do that with that building. Yeah. You can't have yeah, cult. cults. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a so cult beautiful. Yeah. Have this cool Only building. cool cults. I know. Bye. So, so the Illuminati, the Illuminati, the Illuminati are responsible for all kinds of conspiracy <sighs> stuff. Assassination, assassinations, hello, assassinations, currency manipulation, bribery, blackmail, subliminal messaging, and even controlling Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh Supposedly, <laughs> their end goal is to establish a one-world author- authority. More Janet Jackson. Hello, We're all struggling to talk authorit- to Authoritarian <laughs> uh, government known as the New World Order. Again, mm-hmm. brought that up. Basically, they want to rule the world by turning all sovereign nation states into an all-encompassing propaganda under totalitarian rule. But why, though? But why, why though? Theories on this are just as bonkers, 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 raging from the belief that forced conversion to homosexuality will be a top agenda item or rounding all non-Illuminati up into essentially concentration camps until they're complacent. Jesus. Uh, many experts, and I do put that word in quotations, believe that the New World Order will be a front for the rise of the Antichrist, which is my oh. favorite, favorite, favorite theory of the Illuminati. And this is where, when I talk, we're going to get interwoven yes, into what yes, you're talking yes, yes. A little bit more expansive on um, those two. Yes, it is believed that the Illuminati is actually now a secret society of Satanists. How else could you explain Jay-Z's song 22 Twos from an album he dropped in 1996 and his new single 444 because 222 plus 444 equals 666. So, of course! You're just Um, going crazy with a calculator over there. (laughs) Hold on. Wait a second. There's also biblical evidence that Rumi, which is the name of Beyonce's, uh, one of Beyonce's twins, is in reference to a fallen angel, or that the name Rumi actually translates to our master. I literally can't find any evidence to back that up, but how fun. (laughs) Fun to believe, right? Yeah. I want to grab onto that. Yeah. Not only are the current members of the Illuminati a bunch of satanic lizards. Oh, wait. Did I mention that they are also lizards? Yeah. Sure they are lizards. Those are the lizard people that there. live Sorry, under downtown LA. Yes. So <laughs> they are, uh, they're known as the reptilian elite. A rumor started by David Ick, a conspiracy theorist a who name. claimed, right? Of course he's a conspiracy he's, theorist. He's a real um, charming guy. Yes, he oh. is. Yeah. He claimed that shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gaining political power to manipulate human societies. He has claimed on multiple occasions that many of the world leaders are um, or are possessed by so-called reptilians 
He's British, and he started by claiming that the Queen was a reptile alien monster, and it spread from there. It spread from there, actually, almost directly to George Bush Sr. Oh, gosh. So, guys, this sounds crazy town, but actually... 12 million Americans believe in this conspiracy theory. 12 million? 12 million that's Americans. How? <laughs> that's how? Los Angeles. That's, that's Los Angeles, yeah. The size of Los Angeles believes believe in, that? Uh, in the, the lizard billions. Uh-huh. You know, there he also some... believes the moon is not... He believes it's a space like station. It's a hollow. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Wait, this who believes this? David he, Yeah, and David that's Ick? where they oh. operate right out of. I'm into it. So, okay. As well. well. And I think in Hollow Earth. Ick. Hollow Moon and Hollow Earth. And the Earth's hollow, too? I think that's where... Because hey, where do these reptilians come from? Where do they live? Under I, Los Angeles. Apparently. Yeah. In our, we learned uh, in another episode. Yeah, in our hometown. Our California home, episode. haunts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, where was I? See, this is why I said... <laughs> This episode's going to get crazy because there's so much. I haven't much. even gotten to the crazy part. Oh, exactly. Me, me either. And the reptilian New World Order is its own two-hour Oh, thing. I know. One hundred percent. There like, are videos what? online. There are pictures there of, of, like, this is the proof oh my yeah. God. right here. And I, I have some later. But, um... So not only are the current members of the Illuminati a bunch of satanic lizards, but they're also responsible for killing pretty much every famous person who's ever died. So to highlight a few (laughs) and why, um, the Illuminati killed Michael Jackson. I've heard that one. Michael died in 2009, days before his comeback concerts were scheduled. And what's strange is that Michael Jackson actually was speaking out against what people claim to be the Illuminati. Basically, the powers that control everything in the music and the entertainment industry. He stated that there was a conspiracy to defame him by labeling him a freak and a child molester. I think he did all that work himself, though. I don't think he needed anyone else to. I don't think they needed a lot of help. Um, And his sister, LaToya Jackson, said that he frequently talked about how, quote, they were trying to kill him. You'd always say they. Mm-hmm. They're trying to kill me. And then he got killed by that doctor. So, um, John Lennon. People think that Mark David Chapman was under Illuminati mind control when he killed John Lennon. Lennon frequently spoke out against the evils of the entertainment industry and world politics. He was a threat to many different people in power. The FBI had him under surveillance, and even the INS tried to deport him at one time. Coincidence? Interesting. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. <laughs> Uh, MLK Jr. MLK Jr. was seen as a great threat to the Illuminati, especially when he began speaking out against the Vietnam War, which had great financial benefits for many American corporations. Mm -hmm. And if you take the skull and bones into it, the population control, Mm -hmm. attempting to start a war in order to... All about the war. Yes. Uh, Princess Diana, obviously, the royal family are supposedly very prominent in the Illuminati. And when Diana and Charles separated, it was an embarrassment for the royals. And Di was obviously beloved by the people of England and the world. But since she was no longer associated with the royals, she had to go. (laughs) She had to go. She had to go. Jim Morrison. Uh, Jim Morrison was was fascinated by the occult, and many Mm -hmm. people believe he was actually one of the satanic reptiles in the Illuminati. Kind of looks like a lizard. A little bit. People believe that the Illuminati actually helped him fake his death. He supposedly died of a heart attack on July 3rd, 1971, (laughs) but his death wasn't reported in the media until three days later. 
and many people have claimed to have seen him in seedy places all over the world since then. Mm. Or, alternate theory that I just came up with in my head, what if Jim Morrison was a vampire mm. and he was starting to age, or, or he was, he was... He should have started to age, but he wasn't aging because he was a vampire, so then he had to fake his death mm. so he could go on and like oh, live right. his vampire life. Probably more plausible than... Yeah, I've I, I had a vampire. Okay, whatever. How old was um, he when he died, did it say? Probably not. What was he, 30-something? The only reason I asked was because wasn't Jesus 33 when he died and then he was resurrected after three days? Oh, like he's walking the earth after three days. If he was thirty-three, second coming of Jesus. Thirty-three is the number of the Mason and the number of this episode. episode. You guys, okay, Amy Winehouse. Just stop right now. Just stop. (laughs) In one of Amy's last interviews, she was asked if the music industry tried to mold her into anything in particular. She responded that one individual tried to make her into the shape of a triangle. The pyramid is a well-known Illuminati symbol. Amy then died of a suspected drug and alcohol overdose on July 23rd, 2011, which is very mysterious for someone who's very obviously never even done drugs before. She never tried them, and she never drank a drug alcohol. Very mysterious death there. Um, this yeah, don't one, buy that one. Anna Nicole Smith and even Amanda oh, Bynes. People mm-hmm. think that the two women's erratic behavior actually shows them struggling with the Illuminati mind control techniques. And totally doesn't have anything to do with drugs. Nope. Some of my all-time favorite Illuminati conspiracy theories revolve around the Secret Society kidnapping and cloning celebrities before killing them. Okay. Oh boy. Now we're getting deep. Too many here. mysterious celebrity deaths rare. would lead to too many raised eyebrows. Of course. Am I right? You know. Well, of course. So, That's got to be a fundamental pillar in yeah. your plan. So what's the solution? You clone the celebrities who are getting out of line and hope that the clones don't malfunction, which apparently they always do, because I have a list of some very obvious Illuminati clones. Did you not see Blade Runner? Exactly. (laughs) Britney Spears is a uh, very obvious Illuminati clone. Back in 1998, pop stars Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were both in a nasty car accident that resulted in severe burns on Justin's part and an unfortunate case of decapitation on Britney's. Justin is supposedly still in a coma as his clone runs free. Britney's oh record label was forced to find a Britney Spears stand-in, apparently around that they, time. They were forced to. They, their they were hands forced. were tied. <laughs> Around that time, the label's producers were going around the country holding Britney Spears lookalike contests in malls, which was actually true. Turns out they didn't need to because they were successfully able to make several Spears clones. Unfortunately, some of her clones didn't take. Probably because of all the air in her head. I wrote that down. I thought that was really funny. Well, they were probably just waiting for the new iOS Um, update. And over, that's probably yeah, true. That's another good one, too. Over the couple decades, the past couple de- decades, they have had several malfunctions leading to very public breakdowns, as we know. There's even some hints that her clones have dropped in her songs and videos as to what actually happened to her. Like the weird anime video she had for Break the Ice, where it supposedly shows what happened to her when she was reborn as a clone. Oh, my. I've got a couple others. I won't go into them because we're like already at like an hour and 15 minutes but there are some videos i'm going to post online there's one of of this stuff happening to famous people there's one of al roker where halfway through an interview he like shuts down 
It's literally, like, him and two other people, I don't even remember who's in the video, and they're all talking and, like, doing whatever, and all of a sudden, Al Roker just, like, stops and has this, like, weird look on his face and stays that way for the rest of the interview. He doesn't say a thing. He just, like, he's just, like, short circuits. It's very strange. Really? There's another one with Eminem where he's being interviewed at a hockey game, and he does the same thing. He completely, like, he stops, like, moving... He stares blankly at something. They're trying to talk to him, and he, like, isn't responding. And then at the end, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, whoa, live TV, guys. It really, like, he, if you can see him, like, snap back into himself. It's very strange. Then there's another video of an interview with Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is also thought to be an Illuminati, several Illuminati clones because of the amount of times that she goes from, like, she changes young, her look and changes to, her personality. like, budding country star to marijuana, marijuana hippie, hippie, now back to now country Did you ever see the movie Multiplicity? Yes. yes! It's like, yeah, it's oh my gosh, like Multiplicity. 100%. Where, like, they so clone her, but, like, for some reason, parts of her personality stick yeah. more with these clones. Yeah. But there's a video of her in an I interview, like and there's a close-up of her face, and as she blinks... If it's if it's CGI'd, I don't know how quite how they did it, but um, as she's blinking, her pupils are dilating as she blinks, and they're dilating in like a reptilian way, in like the slit. Oh my god! Instead of like the circle, it's Ew. very weird. Like I watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck like is going on?" So that's interesting. Get your yeah. tinfoil hat right now. Seriously. Get it out. Anyways, like I said earlier, mental breakdowns across the board, like Amanda Bynes, Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, Lindsay Lohan, Anna Nicole Smith, all attributed to either clones malfunctioning or mind control techniques backfiring and having nothing to do with excessive drug and alcohol abuse. We're just Um, truly emotionally (laughs) breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. That is an option. I know. That's why I said, <laughs> as well as mental, physical, and emotional breakdowns due to the pressure of fame. Right. Know, yeah. It's obviously. It's anyways. definitely. Like with the Eminem case, it's like, maybe that's the fifth guy to come up at that hockey game and try to interview him. <laughs> yeah. He's and he's just like, like I, I, cannot, I can't. He was truly just over I, it. I can't remember if it was you or the guy before you. Right. <laughs> I almost. Um, there's a ton of Illuminati signs thrown up in celebrity photos, either by making the sign of a triangle with their hands or by covering now, up. Yeah, I think that's a lot well, of Jay- truth to that. Jay-Z I'm does that at all know. of his yeah. shows. Like, that's a symbol his fans do. They yeah. throw their hands up in a triangle. Because I went what to a Jay-Z. What is to mean? That's I, the thing. I can I talk know. about that here in a little okay, bit. Okay, For sure. I went to a concert. I went, it was him and Beyonce, and I went for Beyonce. I think I'd heard, like, two Jay-Z songs in my life, but the entire crowd lifted triangles in the air, and I was like, hello? So there's the triangle shape and uh, also the eye shape, the eye of Providence. Horus or Osiris? Oh, I don't know. The eye of Providence, it's supposed to be, you know, the eye of Providence on the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The eye of Providence is supposed to be like, signifies like the eye of God watching over everything. So that's another thing in celebrity pictures that you'll see where they like have like one finger like over oh. like covering one eye yeah. or like the okay sign over, over their eye. Huh. And that's supposedly a uh, Illuminati See, symbol I I, as I actually well. do think they are referencing a lot of those symbols. Yeah, you and know I, what I mean? Now yeah, are they now active Illuminati and everything that you just talked about yeah. is instantly validated? No. But I do think the significance of those symbols and what they mean holds well, true. Oh, is is what they're trying to say. Yeah, ah. and I can get into that. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, I'm done. That's that's the crazy pants aluminum. I think the only thing I took from all of that is that celebrities are fucking weird. Yes. That's what yeah. we've got. Cele- like, regardless. Just in general. Just in general. Which they really are, because the fact that, like, if none of this is true about the Illuminati, like, the fact that people are making these assumptions of, like, well, I they know. have to be Illuminati, because yeah. who's that insane? Yeah. Who's like, that yeah. insane? Who's throwing triangles and eyes up? <laughs> who's doing that? Um, you can start talking. I'm grabbing a lacrosse. Yeah, I'm going to grab a beer. Oh, so I want. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Beer. I beer. know that was an option. Oh, yeah. We have beer. Grab one if you is want that one. Is not enough? No, it is. Okay. Doing it. Because when I listened the other day, when oh. you were cracking ones, I assumed it was beer. So, we have beer now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quick beer break. Beer break. Okay, quick little beer break. Um, <laughs> a little bit, oh. So, skulls. We're taken from the Illuminati. Illuminati. We're taken from uh, the Freemasons. Right. So let's go right. there. Right. Um, to touch on segue on the symbols of the hierarchy. Yes. That's what you're talking about. So the triangle that he throws up. Now, obviously, I can't be like, that's what it is. No, that you can't. Yeah. yeah I mean, one thing really it could be, it. in it's in Mason symbols. It's in, you mentioned triangles earlier. Yeah. Right. With who was it? Amy Winehouse said something about. Well, that's why they think it was a a triangle. Right. Yeah. She she kind of had this offhand comment about a triangle, and everyone associated it with the Illuminati. Exactly. Now, on my computer, I have up the you know the compass and uh, square. Uh Yes. Right. It's very triangular shape. So on the dollar bill, if you look back and you see that very popular pyramid with the Mm -hmm. floating, a lot of what that means is that it's. The pyramid is the hierarchy. Like, imagine the hierarchy being like, for example, level one of masonry. Then you have level two, level three, level four. And as you move right. up to the 33, in any hierarchy, when you reach the top of that hierarchy, you separate from the hierarchy. That's why that mm-hmm. the that's pyramid why split. in there, and that's why the eye is in there, is because you become higher and greater and separate from the hierarchy, and then you're able to move into other hierarchies. Okay. So one of that to me, when I see it, I think, okay, it, he it could be a symbol like he's at the top. He's at the top of the hierarchy, mm-hmm. and you know, basically, in the all-seeing eye is you know all knowing, all-seeing, right. and that has a lot of like goes back to the eye of Horus, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. The um, or in some the eye of Ra, depending on what Egyptian or the time eye of frame. Sauron. Because that's what you got to remember about Egyptian culture that a lot of people don't realize how vast it was. People don't realize Cleopatra is closer to us in time than she is to the building of the pyramids. Did you know that? Whoa. Whoa yeah. I hate Did stuff not. like that because yeah. it makes me it gives you, scream. It gives your mind a reference. She's closer to us? She's closer to us in time than the what? building of the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lauren just set fire to the apartment. We have to go now. Thank you for listening. What to is this Steve world? <laughs> Where do what I live? What is this world? What is time? Who's mm. who is a pyramid? What? Uh. What? Well, and also the same thing. This is completely different. But isn't it like the T Rex is closer to us than it was to like the Stegosaurus or some shit? There is it's something, something like, like that. that. It, yeah. I don't think it's the right. I don't think it's that thing. But you're exactly but right. Like where it was like, like this yeah. dinosaur what? and this dinosaur and didn't even live together. We're closer to this guy, and you're like, how? Yeah, how? and I want to say that like until when the pyramid of Giza was finished, it was reigned the tallest man-made structure for thou- 
thousands. No. Not thousands, not like tens of thousands, but you right. know what I mean. Thousands like it wasn't just like a whole oh, lot, whole long time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyways, moving to I'm not going to go into too much of the history of the Freemasons because kind of what you two talked on was not a lot of knowledge known. Like you see people driving around their Masons, and you see them. Not a lot of people have a bumper sticker. On the back of their car that right. says Illuminati or Skull yeah, and Bones. of course. So, I kind of want one. A lot of, I will dispel kind of maybe a some little rumor. Like, a lot of people think, like, oh, goes, and I said it earlier, it goes back to the ancient times. Mm-hmm. They're the, in it, Freemasonry, as Freemasonry, like I said, only goes back. The first, like, the number one lodge is in Scotland, in Edinburgh. And I think okay. it's said to be the oldest lodge because it's the one that has the oldest records of accounting its minutes. So that's 1598, which that's a long time ago, but then it kind of goes from there. But like I said, it has roots from stonemasons of actual, and a lot of the craft stuff in their teachings is um, based off of building, obviously. And it it carries over to now the craft of masonry when like the master mason really doesn't have anything to do with being able to build a brick wall or anything. You know what I mean? It's all kind of... And it could, if it does have, if it is a secret society from ancient times, it could be in the sense that Skull and Bones was the Illuminati, was the Freemasons. It could be something before the Freemasons that led into the Freemasons and something before that that led into that thing that led into the Freemasons. So Mm -hmm. in that sense, yes, it could be from ancient times, but Freemasonry is not. Right, and and I don't know if where the free part of it comes from. I think it could mean freeborn because it's a, a free... I'll have to look that up on why it's Freemasonry, right? If you look mm-hmm. on the Freemasonry. Oh, yeah, that's not true. Masonry. Um, maybe it's because they're freeborn, not slave masons, which that gets into a whole lot because slaves did not build the pyramids. They know that now. Because so. aliens built the pyramids. aliens, alien reptiles. It was definitely extraterrestrial. Um, <laughs> one thing I wanted this? to make a point of, which is interesting because you're talking about women in like Skull and Bones, it wasn't until women... Now can I think be Masons, but for the longest time, women Masons were called co-Masons. Ooh. And they were a separate branch. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, Is it because of periods? <laughs> like they were grossed out by periods? Like, like you're menstruating. Get over there. I think... <laughs> Get out of here. That, that's it. That is it. I mean, because they're afraid really, of I'm giggling just because I think it's funny took the that words you just like, right straight out there. Mouth. But honestly, yeah. I feel like... Periods did scare did, did you, back in the day. Like, did you why see you my bleeding? face, Lauren? I was like, what? <laughs> what, what is it? Pardon? Oh, do you want me to tell you like, what do that you means? you need a time break? Because we just <laughs> had one of them. Um, Go on, sorry. <laughs> it's the no, of periods. No, uh, and uh, black people weren't allowed to be in ma- Masons. It was, it's weird. Mm. It kind of got like they had their own separate version of Masonry. Really? Uh, yeah, because it was called Prince Hall Masonry. Now that no longer exists. Prince Hall? Prince Hall. Yeah. Interesting. And I think uh, Nelson Mandela is, or was a Prince Hall. Part of Prince Hall? Prince Hall Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah. So they had their own separate thing. Yes. But now it's just one umbrella. Yeah. Because earlier you talked about like anti-Jew, you know, connotations Mm. from some of these. But what's interesting is like when you read about the Masons, a lot of anti-Masonry 
like ideology about how they worship the devil and don't listen to what they say. They tied Jews into that about like Jews. It, it seemed they were being anti-Jew then because there's some like the Jesuits is a term you hear yes. recurring. And I'm like, well, what's a Jesuit? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, it's a follower, like um, ideology of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of that in, in the Jews and the, in the Jesuits. And it's something to do dates back long ago to where before. I'm sorry, sorry. her stomach yeah. just growled like I've never heard in my entire life. I felt it in the couch. Yeah, I did too. The couch like rumbled. Sounded like an animal coming to kill all of us. <laughs> I, can't. I think okay, it's just so like they, the beer hitting. They're like, say Maybe. one word. One more word. <laughs> say one more word. And that's it. And I'm a break free. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. To wait, be so clear, the people who were attacking the Masons, who were being anti-Mason, were the ones saying like, you're like Jews. Like they were almost calling them out and saying you're with you're, I'm lumping you in with the Jews. Is oh, that what you're saying? There's a lot okay. of research that has to go in that because you're sure. talking about stuff that happens pre World War II, right? Before Israel was founded and when um, Jews were dispersed, you know, mm-hmm. throughout. Um, and also, you're talking not only are you talking about something that is that old, you're also talking about something that is not well known. Yeah, like, like, well, true actually, true. let me say this: this is why I think it's anti. Okay. Is because, now this ties into what we're talking about, the following of Lucifer in the book of Revelation. Yes. Is because Zionist Jews want the rebuilding the third temple of Solomon. You know, it's uh-huh. been torn down. Right. They want that temple to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And if that's rebuilt, I believe prophecies in Revelation start and to become fulfilled. So... A lot of that pushback is because they think it's the anti, the coming of the Antichrist. Right. Which, in that, mm-hmm. we're getting World. deep. We're getting no, deep right here. <laughs> no, we're getting on. really deep. So, within that ideology of, of anti-apocalypse, uh-huh. revelation from right. Christians, a lot of Christians push back on Christians and say, why would you want to be anti-apocalypse? Because that means the coming of, that's... Right, that, that has to happen for Christ to come to back and then for us, the, kingdom, the formation yes. of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. So that's why it gets really, gotcha. that, you, so you that understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like it, Christians attacking other Christians. Exactly. Okay. Woo, you are on a All rabbit hole. All over the place. Yeah, you are. And that's why before I came in here, I was like this, you're talking about organizations that span a long time. Yeah. That have had carryover from whatever it was knows? called before yeah. to now. That's kind of like the background of masonry. You could, all information on like becoming a mason or the degrees, you can all find that. The things that are interesting that I wanted to talk about. So I'll just briefly hit some bullet points and then we'll go into each one. One is, obviously we talked about Freemasonry and worshiping Lucifer. Yes. And that gets, this is another thing, it gets really into depth on... The symbols of triangles uh-huh. and things like that, because one thing about the anti-Freemasonry push, they were talking about the Star of David and how it's interlocking triangles yeah, and these are symbols triangles. of evil. Uh-huh. And from my point of view, it's like in Masonry, I can see why a triangle is a really important symbol because in building, like a triangle is a sh- the strongest shape. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like squares are made out of triangles. Yeah. Uh-huh. You build anything that like you need to brace it with a support structure that makes right. a triangle. So you can see how like these strong geometric shapes used in building will would be would naturally would be moved obviously over. be the symbol that yeah. they took right. as their you know right and what's interesting about that is you have these tools of like building and knowledge right like being able to build a pyramid being able to build certain these structures is an acquired knowledge mm-hmm. and it's like if you look at what like lucifer means yeah you'll find what it means is like light bearer bringer of light son of the dawn all and interchangeable terms. A, a lot is always knowledge. And yeah. Illuminati. Illuminati is very... Is to illuminate. Illuminate, yes, light, enlighten. Yeah. So illuminate. there you start to see some carryover of the idea of knowledge. Yeah. So to me, it's interesting that you see like, yeah, these secret societies sound crazy and they, they kind of do. But at their core, it looks like some of their core beliefs are the pursuit of secularism and science and mm-hmm. enlightenment. Yeah. And you can always, you can obviously see why very religious organizations would be against that. Yes. You know what I mean? Makes sense. So all of these push by people to say, oh, well, they believe the devil and they believe these worships and they believe this and don't believe them because yes, they promise like and want the endeavor of a utopian society, but that's just a ploy. They really want a dystopian society. Yeah. And I was like, that's Which a- is what they say about yeah. the Illuminati. Exactly. Like, oh, they want a totalitarian government. Yeah. yeah. Like- it's like, well, that's great because anytime the actual real deal comes along of wanting a utopian society, I can't believe that because that, no, that's a ploy. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. So it starts to get really interesting and you start to kind of get down to the core. Well, and that's and the see- thing with like the beginning of the Illuminati is that they were, they were, shunned as anti-religious an anti-religious group which made them uh, which is what got them banished which is what got the founder you know got his academics stripped away from him Mm -hmm. but the thing is is opposing religious power in government or opposing certain you know ideologies of religion is not anti-religious yeah no it's just yeah. It's opposing a certain it, idea. Yeah, it's, it's one just, small You know, component. it's just, it's kind of, that's kind of what happened with the Illuminati, too. So yeah. people immediately were like, devil worshippers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, automatically anti-religion. But you're like, pushing no. this whole enlightenment and knowledge yeah, we thing. we never said what? that. It's like, we're not, not saying that We're not going to read yeah. a book. We're only going to read one book. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, that's <laughs> a, that goes that back to the, I mean, look at the King James Bible. Like, that's called the authorized version. Like, it wasn't. It had to be authorized because it was illegal to translate it into English. Mm-hmm. The church used for years the Latin version. Right. And a guy called William Tyndale, he translate, started translating in secret the uh, Latin Bible into English. And he, I think he was excommunicated and killed because of it. That doesn't sound like no. a Christian thing to no, do. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Sounds obvious. But then he, he was excommunicated in, or he went to Germany or fled fled to Germany. Oh, there we hey, go. Well, 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 Germany. Those Germans will yeah. take anybody in. <laughs> the, that's a problem. They have taken everybody. They're like, you were excommunicated. Come on over. Come we've on got, down. look, we've got plenty of beer. Plenty of beer. <laughs> we've got a lot October of Oktoberfest, y'all. Yeah. Oktoberfest. <laughs> William Tyndale said, I think here. I'm going to go in October. <laughs> I'm going to head over in October, <laughs> and then we'll start this little society, um, and then I'll bring a new branch. Well, here, here becomes a real dick move by mm-hmm. the church. 
is that um, when they did authorize, well, the king and the church, when they did authorize the King James Bible, 80% of it, they just stole William Tyndale's word. Yeah. All of it. After they killed him? After they killed him. Oh, well, what like, a surprise. We did this. I, this I, was you, us. you have to double check if they killed him or not. I, he was I'm definitely pretty excommunicated. Sure. Definitely he definitely had to leave yeah. England. For sure, oh, you can't do that. Which is just crazy. crazy. But anyways, that's a side note. That's but it, I feel like that's all. It's weird because it all kind of the big spiral. It all makes a whole lot of sense of oh, why wow. those rumors would be started. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, it does. Because for look sure. at who's opposing them the most. No, and you know, to get back on the specific subject of do they worship Lucifer? It's like in that you have to really define. What Lucifer, what is. Lucifer is, because totally. under biblical terms, you know, Satan, the devil, and Lucifer are really three different things. Yeah. They're not the same one. If you say, yes, they do worship this Lucifer, then okay, where are you getting that information? Because a lot of people that said that has been verified that it's been hopes. Okay. They've cherry-picked certain things, and they may have cherry-picked some guy from a while back that said something about the light bearer. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, well, he said Lucifer. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like, okay, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but you're really misconstruing. Yeah, you're really yeah. twisting that around. Yeah, you're really twisting that around. Yeah. So that was the one, but that's one of the bigger ones. And it doesn't just stop at Lucifer. It goes into, from there, it prongs off into, well, they believe in the cult. They worship uh, mm-hmm. Baphomet. I was talking about Baphomet before yeah. we started. And that's another one. That gets convoluted of what the definition of that is. Yeah. Because, you know, that's a satanic symbol now, uh-huh. but it didn't originally wasn't. Yeah, because earlier, before we started recording, Dakota mentioned Baphomet, and I was like, you said... I said, who's who? that? And I was like, oh, it's a, a, it's a demon, demon. Yeah. or an angel... Or and Dakota's like, you're proving my point. I was right like, now. Exactly. yeah, you, yeah we, D, all of the above. <laughs> D, yes. No, it, it starts out as a symbol for pagans for a long time. Ago. Yeah, okay. And that's that's the problem is like you're talking about, you know, a secret uh, fraternity that spans, you know, long time. Depending on where you're slicing out and looking at what they believe in, you know, if you're looking at the pagans, that was just like a pagan deity. Later, it got turned into and carried over and being now and with tarot cards and stuff, it started to be represented as the satanic like symbol is that, you know, Baphomet, that goat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's, what's interesting. And then it's like, in side note, Jesus was the lamb of God. So you have, I don't know how a goat figure got associated with Satan. Yeah. And then a lamb. And then him. But you, you know what I mean? They, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Cool. Yeah, it's go, it's so how those really, things changed yeah, over time and what they were at the time of their creation. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's kind of like what I say with some of my friends that when we like talk politics or religion, it's like every little bullet point is a whole conversation itself. Right. That you kind of have to work out and define mm-hmm. before you move forward. Well, yeah, I mean you you can't even you can't even go back and have a conversation about a movie that came out in the 80s and how it represents, you know, LGBT. Right. You know what I mean? Because at that time that was a different issue. Yes. So you can't go back. You can't go back and talk about it and be like that was so homophobic and that was blah 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 blah. It was a completely different time. You have to take it in the context of of the time. The yeah. time that when it was. are you chopping this? Yeah. Up? And yeah. That's, if uh, that movie, if 
I, That's I 40 can't even years. Think of, yeah, I can't yeah. even. Ugh. Like the LGBT uh, conversation was not even like happening at that time, no. or like not to the extent that it is. Not now. to the extent that right. It is so now, it's yeah. like you can't go back and nitpick. Well, over that's these the things. thing is you can't. Yeah, yeah. If that movie was released today, mm-hmm. absolutely not acceptable in yeah, any way. That's when you and honestly, debate. you can sit there and say like, I don't want to watch that because it, you know, it triggers me. Sure, or, there's like, like some homophobia in here. But but you also have to look at when that thing is. Yeah. And I, it's interesting because I, I take the contrarian approach to that. Oh, that's a bad. Because, like, isn't that a good thing to see how have quickly we, we have moved? Yeah, how quickly. You know, like, like that's a yeah, good thing. Yeah, absolutely. In the 80s. Like, we can watch that movie that and be like, unacceptable. that is like, completely we, sexist. And it or this in, is completely right. this That's way. another thing is sexism. So yeah. different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the oh, 90s. Look how far we've come. The 90s obviously, there's lots of. It's yeah. horrible. But, yeah. Yeah. So to look at that and be like, this could never come out now. This could never come or out now. This could never come out. Or like that line you that just got said in there could not be. I mean, it could be said, but it would paint the character a certain way. Totally. Yeah. Whereas in certain movies, it gets yeah. away with that. Like and I was, in just the time we've been alive, that's changed, yeah. which I think is crazy. Which, that's, that's a good thing. I yeah. think that's a good thing. It's measurement it of progress. Yeah. You know, we could spend a lot of time talking about that bullying system. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it will go down the rabbit hole of into all other cult stuff and things. Mm-hmm. But one of the more interesting things that I didn't really know about is the Jack the Ripper and the Masons. What? I mean, yes. No. Excuse me? Yeah. You're speaking my language. And it's this is why it's going to get really weird and interesting because it's going to be right there in your face. For instance, the movie from Hell. With Johnny Depp? With Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. It's based off a graphic novel. Right. Which is the idea that it's a Masonic plot. That's what it was. The mm-hmm. order that they were in was the Masons, and okay. they were killing people off, too, because they didn't want him marrying a commoner. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. And they, what, framed? Well... Or, like, made it seem like it was one guy? No, no, no. It was one... They. I, I saw From Hell, but I saw it one time, I and I went, this isn't no, very good, it was and one, I never saw it again. <laughs> it was, um... <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. Ooh. Oh! Wait, wait, really? Really? Yeah, the same actor who played. Yeah. Well, Martin Freeman. No, 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 not Martin Freeman. Freeman. Oh, oh, that's who I'm imagining. Yeah, no. okay. Oh, no. oh, okay, 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 okay. No, now we're on the same page. I was yeah. very confused. You're like me too. I was like Martin Freeman. Like, like, are you sure? Are you sure yeah. he's so lovable? Yeah. I know. Older Bilbo Baggins. Can't think of his name. Got it. Yeah, got it. We're with you. So he was a surgeon, and um, like a doc. I remember vaguely. Okay, and he was in that. He was actually like I think the family surgeon and okay. physician and he was the one going around and doing it so it wasn't ah. like a mass conspiracy as much it was just like they were in order and they were all kind of you know whisper and secret handshaking and he was the one going around doing that i and, see okay. okay okay now that's well known and a lot of people have been like no that's not it here's where it gets interesting yes okay so okay. Do you know about the inscription written on the wall about the Jews? What? That, which wall? There was a inscription. Yes, there was an inscription written after some of the Jack the River murders. Oh, there was an inscription on. Um, so it was an inscription written on the wall after one of the like the bodies was found, and it said, "The Jews are not the men that will be blamed for nothing." Okay, and okay, Jews okay. is spelled J-U-W-E-S. Okay. 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 So, 
a lot of what was going on in time of London is there was an influx of Jews. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Okay, so when this inscription was found on the wall. Was it written in blood? It wasn't written in blood. Ah. I can't remember what it was written in. But Useless. The <laughs> inspector who was over the investigation mm-hmm. immediately gets up at 4 a.m. in the night and runs down there and wipes it off. And orders it removed. Advised against by every member of the investigating team and everybody. In there. Right, because it's a huge part of the investigation. Right, right obviously. A piece of evidence in this and handwriting. At, right, and at the Go time ahead. was, and a lot of people say is that, well, he didn't want like backlash on the Jews mm-hmm. or that whole like yeah, uh, ethnicity the, the, war the, yeah, or race right. war, whatever you want to call religious it, war, religious war, religious war, D, all the above. Yeah, to um. Open out of this uh, a Jack, horrible incident. Jack the Ripper. Okay. So, some people have come in and said, that's not what's going on. J-U-W-E-S is in reference to something that's very specific in the Mason Brotherhood. And that the guy over the investigation was a Mason. <gasps> and, he would have known, and he would have known exactly what that meant. Oh. And that... To come and do that and take that down was to not, you know, because uh, they protect indict. each other. So he was trying not to implicate. The, like he was trying not to um, implicate each other. The Freemasons. Exactly. Oh, or just God. bring attention. Well, it's it's kind of like pick whichever one you want. Either he was protecting someone right. or he didn't want the Masons to think to be involved. Sure. Um, let's see. Wowza. Yeah. Cool. And that... Is kind of touched on by a book. Uh, it's written by a guy named Brooke Robin, uh, Bruce Robinson, and it's called uh, "They All Love Jack." Is the "They All Love Jack" is the name of the book? They all love Jack. So the book is about Jack the Ripper, but he touches on it's, the. Um, it's the it's about sort of specifically that it was a cover up, and it goes okay. into and he names and and like the guy who he thinks did it. His name is like Michael Maybrick. Do they think that it was, it had anything to do with the Freemasons or it just happened to be a member of the Freemasons that did it and then they were trying to cover it up because one member doing a bad thing makes all the members look, look bad. bad? You don't know. You didn't read the book. No. Did you write the book? I, I wrote the book secretly. Dakota, we need you to have all the answers we need right you now to, and you um, don't. Yeah. <laughs> write the books? I, I, I understand. <laughs> no, I write the books. <laughs> That is crazy. Right. I didn't even know anything so, was written okay. at the scene. So I need to oh, say, the guy, yeah, well, he erased it, exactly. Done. Robinson is, um, he's the guy who wrote the screenplay to The Killing Fields, and he directed um, the With Nell uh, and I, and he directed The Room Diaries with Johnny Depp. So, the Killing Fields, yeah. is that the one with Sam Worthington? No, I don't think that was the one. I Just think kidding. One was I have no idea. Okay, never mind. 1984. Oh, no, definitely not. Was Sam Worthington a child in this movie? Did he play a child Terminator? Yes. I have so many questions that no one can answer for me right now. Nope. We're going to have to do no a lot of research later. I know. <laughs> well, and I mean, the idea that like Jack the Ripper was a Freemason has been talked about for years. Forever. 
Um, I never heard this. I know. And I love Jack right Ripper. now. I, right? And that's what I was like. I was really interested if you were going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I know all this. And that's, we've talked um, about him several times on the podcast, <laughs> of course, because it's Jack the Ripper and we didn't know Well, I have to look those. it up. I wonder if H.H. H. Holmes had I, any oh, connection okay. to the... Okay, go So Angel. the reason that it goes into more that they think it was a Freemason to talk about that, because... That, what I just talked about, about the commissioner or the in, lead inspector Detective coming down there yeah. is kind of like, you know, nail in the coffin to the case. Yeah. But some people have noted, like, placing the jewelry around and the way the bodies were laid and stuff depicts certain mason symbols. Oh. Whoa, really? Yeah. And that specifically, like, that when it's J-U-W-E-S, it's referenced to an allegory told... Um, when you get into the really up higher levels of masonry, there's an allegory, there's a story, and it's reference to these people that, okay, so the guy who was architect of King Solomon's um, temple, Uh there's an allegory where he is murdered in the temple. Okay. Okay. And it's, the J-E-W-E-S is referencing those murderers. Okay. And it's kind of in the vein of like, masons really despise the, you know, um, prostitutes and things like that. So he was going out and doing this. And then it goes into this guy, Michael Maybrick's backstory and he was a Mason and who he was. And it, you, you know, you can research Michael Maybrick and it kind of goes more into his life than about Masonry and why he would go out and do this. He was very frustrated with this woman that married his brother um, I that bet he, he liked. had a tumultuous relationship with his mother. Which, yeah, which, <laughs> of course, he, most serial killers. I know. Do. There's references in writings that Jack the Ripper wrote in, referencing birthdays. He said, he, like Jack the Ripper said, it's my birthday. I'm gonna tomorrow, and I'm gonna be in a certain place. And Zodiac Killer did the same thing. The brother was. It was that's when his birthday was, and it looked as if. He was trying to frame the brother. Ah, who was married to the woman that was he married didn't to the, like. Because later, the brother, his brother was poisoned. Okay, and, I have okay. to find this book. Now, what? here's no, where it also gets... <laughs> so, May, the, what? The, um, Michael Maybrick, who in the book he claims did it, the date... So, it says in the letter, it says, uh, it's my birthday tomorrow, um, and I will be in this place. Yeah. So the brother's birthday was on that day, and on that day, mm-hmm. Michael Maybrick was in that place. It was in America, I believe. Interesting. I think. Oh. Because he was across the seas because of uh, business and things like that. Because okay. he was building his first building uh, his hotel in uh, Chicago. Because he was H.H. H. Holmes. Because he was H.H. H. Holmes. Is that what you said? That, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> it. That's what you just um, told us. You all heard that's it That's what here. you said. Yeah. So that's one of the crazier conspiracies, in, you know, about Jack the Ripper with the Masons. I mean, it gets really interesting, and I, I don't know what my opinion is, if I believe it or not. But, I mean, the facts are is somebody did these murders. And no one ever got caught. Right. And it had to be someone probably pretty educated about how to get away with this stuff. So, I mean, I think it's at least plausible. And I've heard other, may, seen other Masons on forums, you know, not tearing it apart. And be like, oh, this is stupid. They were basically like, you know, that doesn't have any representation of what we believe is a Mason. Right. But could it have been a Mason? Absolutely. And, and, they, and yeah. in the book, the guy talks more about, like, 
him not doing it to protect Masonry, Freemasons, he didn't like, he just kind of, even though he was secretly a Mason, he despised a lot of that. So it was kind of like, put it in their face. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big thing with all the secret societies. The fact that these people can get away with more than normal people because they have other people backing them up. They have so many people who will support them and cover up for They have to have a network. was a Freemason, Mm -hmm. he has an enormous and influential network of people that can help cover up these crimes. If, you know, when we're talking about the skulls, I mean, uh-huh. skull and bones, but also the school of the movie. movie skulls. But when we were talking about that, and you talk about, like, you know, if George Bush Sr. was uh, participating in, like, illegal arms dealing, mm-hmm. look at the people that could help cover up those crimes. Oh, 100%. And, like, and that's also kind of what I liked about um, American Made. Like, was in that movie, it totally, like, acts like that is exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. They're saying, like, oh, the CIA... An FBI fully supported all of that going on because they were getting intel on yeah. other yeah. things through that. And it's like, intel holy shit. Yeah, and look at like... Money, well, getting, yeah, I mean, yeah. money was the biggest thing, but they were also getting so much intel and like gaining that control of like, we know exactly same, where this, yeah. this, and this is happening mm-hmm. and we have complete same control. Same with uh, the Illuminati back in the day. Like, these Illuminati members were getting in a lot of trouble, but the good thing was the lawyers and the judges and they were all part of the Illuminati group. Yeah. So they weren't getting in trouble. You know, I look at all this stuff we talk about about New World Order because everything we just talked about is Is New World Order. New World Order. You have so many different flavors of it of like what version you believe. But I look and I'm like, think like, okay, so what's probably the truth? It's like the truth is, is that I can see why you would think there's a New World Order, but it's like what's mostly... Is that you have all these elite elite people that are in these secret societies that do business with each other, that trust each other. Yeah, a certain mindset develops of like, hey, let's just work together. I mean, that happens in business all the time. Yeah, right. And it's funny, like, listen about New World Order and Ring. It's like the, you know, the plot to for this New World Order. I think they, the New World Order started a long time ago. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, I sure they're pretty already halfway, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if not fully yeah. into the we New World Order. We are in the New World Order. I know, that's the like, thing. Is that you, yeah, it, I mean, we are in a New World Order. Yeah. You think about um, who controls Medi-Cal, who controls pharmaceutical drugs, yep. yeah. who controls, like, it's all yeah. controlled by the same people. Yep. You know, you guys were talking about cryptocurrency and stuff like that, and, yeah. and just like, if you look at all the stock markets in the U.S., like the New York Stock Exchange, like all where they're really all, all owned by two companies. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so, that crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's absolutely what you said, and and I don't necessarily like think well they're moving us towards a totalitarian totalitarian government. agenda because I'm like no they just will do any. It's more I, I look at it, I'm like it's more business related. Yes. It's not so like. We're going to move this go. It's like, that already exists. Yeah. We already have what we're experiencing. 30 years, yeah. 40 years now. It's been going on. So it's like, it's just what we've seen is that this world order that's in control right now mm-hmm. will do anything to keep their businesses alive. Yeah. yeah. Like, look at Goldman Sachs. And will Sachs. keep the power that they have. Like, do anything. Yeah. Like, look at Goldman Sachs. One of the big players in the financial industry oh, yes. in the crash. Mm-hmm. They... I thought they were out of business. I thought they went under. 
which they did for a little bit. But you know what one of their most profitable years in like trading-wise was? 2012, right when the economy was recovering. Like mm-hmm. they were back at making money. So I say that as a setup to say, you think that in these financial, in these big catastrophes that like these businesses are done. Yeah, they're and dead. this is it. This and is gonna this, ruin this that, is going right? to collapse. No. No. They'll find a way to survive. They're too, honestly, they're too big. Too big to fail. Too big yeah. to fail. <laughs> exactly too big right. to let themselves fail. Another great they have too much money. Yeah. <laughs> too big to okay. fail. Okay, <laughs> we have to wrap it up there. We will yeah, be wrap back. It up. Oh my gosh, we could talk about a new world order. Because for we all have... <laughs> Things to say about the New World Order yeah. relating to Freemasons, relating to the Illuminati, relating, relating to Skulls and Bones, <laughs> relating to uh, life-sized human reptiles, etc., etc., etc. So we're going to be back for uh, part, part two, two part of Secret Societies. Thank you for coming on, Dakota. Thank you for having me. You were we'll amazing. We'll have you on again. Thank you. You Freemason, you Freemason, you. We know. know. You better lock up another date before I actually join, and then I can talk. Oh, shit, that's right. That's so true. Don't join yet. Yeah, don't join. Just hold on. when you ask me, I'll be like, what what podcast? (gasps) You would never never do that to us. And then you'll be like, he's cloned. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) They already cloned him for backup's sake. Holy shit. Ashley's looking at me. With a dead serious look of like, please she's don't terrified. Do that. You're gonna shut down her. <laughs> like, there's no laughing now. She's and like, please don't. Dakota clone. No, that okay. I have nightmares so easily, <laughs> and I don't need this in my brain. <sighs> do you have anything you want to plug at all? You are an actor. Oh, Dakota's an actor, a very uh, suce- successful actor. Yeah, so so successful. You are. Yeah, I, you're we were always about working. The, you literally you, work. If you constantly. work consistently, you're a successful actor, <laughs> well, and you trying, get paid for it. Yeah, so. I'm just trying to get my films rated above nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, right? Sorry, skulls. Okay. Sorry, skulls. I'm sorry. I were love you in skulls? Hey, could you guys stop being mean to me about skulls? I liked it. So I told okay. you I liked I it. Loved I was Leslie just Bibb telling you skulls. the critics. Leslie Bibb. Also, <laughs> the guy from CSI Las Vegas. Oh, right. What's his name? Graham in CSI. Like, <laughs> like, that's not it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, that's um, all the time. Oh, do you have anything to plug? Oh, I guess yeah, I could I, like yeah, answer I do, yeah. the question. Do you have anything to plug? And moving on. Hey, yeah, that's that's great. Um, I have a feature film that is... I have three feature films coming out this year. One is out in the submitted Sundance. That's called uh, Captain Black. And I have another one in production where I play a minor supporting. That's called Fake Empire. Hopefully that'll be out by the end of the year. And then one trailer just dropped for a little teaser trailer that I'm the, one of the main characters in. And that is called Thieves. A Los that Angeles is crime called, story. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what am I? What am I? The director is going to listen to this and he's cool, 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 cool. Like, you are going to leave. Shout out to my wife really quick. It's our anniversary on the 10th. So, uh, hey, hon, love you. Hi. She usually listens to the podcast like on her way home. So, Aw, Jordan. Happy anniversary. I love her. She's the best. Honestly, I like her a lot more than you. Um, you have an Instagram. I do. At Kennedy dot the kid. Kennedy dot the kid. No yeah. numbers. Kennedy dot the dot, dot kid. Kid. We'll tag you in something. Yeah. It's fine. I was like if we'll you go to our in Instagram, yeah. he'll be tagged, and you'll Kennedy figure it out. T- yeah. Dakota will be tagged, and you can see all Follow his me. upcoming projects Yay. there. Yeah. Um, and while you're at it. 
Head over to our iTunes, subscribe and rate our show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. If you want to get bonus episodes, videos, behind the scenes, and a nifty weekly newsletter, etc., head over to patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast and donate to our show. You can even donate as little as $1 a month to help us. Look at that. Look at that. A dollar a month. Help us out, It's like please. nothing. Join us next week for a very special episode of the show because my sister is going to be here. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so Jamie and Corey. My sister and her husband, Corey, are scheduled to be our guests for next week's episode. And we're going to be talking about families, which sounds super boring, but it's not. Families with weird traits and talents. Families who do weird shit together and families you do not want to meet because you'll get murdered really hard. Families of serial killers. Dakota, what's our sign off this week? Think of a good one. Think of a good one. Don't ruin it. Stay weird. Come on. That's it? That's basically already our slogan. That's kind of already your thing. What did you want? Like a monologue? Yes. A little bit. Oh, you know what would be really good? No. I was thinking like if there was a good quote from the skulls. Mm. But no one knows any of those. (laughs) But no one knows any of those. Because we're not in Don't be a... Beggar or a fool. I was trying to think of some. Oh, no. What Same about, German. like, see you later, weirdos? That's. Sure. You know what? Fine. You know what? We're going to go with it, Dakota. But, oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. Let's say it. Let's say see you la- later, weirdos, but let's say it like we're in, like, a weird cult. See, see you later, weirdos. Like a chant. Do you get it? I got it. It's yeah. kind of like a. I got it, and I'm oh, scared of our own voices. I didn't yeah. like it. Keep it weird, y'all. Keep it weird. Bye. Are you going to talk about your papa? Great papa. <laughs> great papa? Yeah. My great papa. My great papa. He's watching down right now. It's one. <laughs> You're not supposed to reveal our secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. Stop, Stop it. right now. So what are our podcast rules? There are none. Just kidding. There really aren't that many. Um, don't kick the table that the microphone's on because this happens. Look at that. Awful. Major rules. Try not to touch the table. I mean, obviously <laughs> we keep our drinks on the table. I'll just the put table. them down lightly. Don't look at the table. Don't, don't even look the at the table. table. Don't breathe on the table. Have a good time. If I fall asleep, don't wake me up. You just let me sleep. Let her sleep and we'll just, just continue me, on the best that we can. Let me nap and you guys just wake me up when we're done recording. Yeah, Lauren and I will have. We'll just keep going. <laughs>